lose the crowd like a curse on Zoom. No curse words, doom. The worst church nerd first. What's up, what's up? This is Father Francis on another episode of the Southern Sauce Podcast. Uh, today, we have our guest, Big Sean, in the house. What's up, what's up? Dresden. What's up? And Boogeyman. Yeah, I'm here. How y'all feeling? Um, so tired, honestly. So tired. Still waking up. Hey, everybody's still waking up. This is our first podcast in the morning. Started. Uh, I usually like to have them late. I like the darkness. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm a, I'm a night. I'm a night crawler, man. I'm a night owl. It's a sunny, bright podcast. Yeah, I'm a right now. I'm a in the dark lurker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry so, to wake y'all up so early. It's all good. Sean texts me. We're gonna be a little behind, and I was like, "All right." And I, I was in the bed when he texted me that. I was like, "You can be as behind as you want." Yep. To be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what's up, Dre? It's been weeks. I don't know, maybe two months since we've seen you. Since we, well, I've seen you plenty of times, but since I had you on the podcast, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing much. School's tiring. Yeah. A lot of annoying, the uh, different things. Annoying. Yeah. What's annoying? The the the, the academic part or my, my my teachers. Your teachers, especially proving them wrong. Yeah. That's that pretty fun. And then they don't like me <laughs> after I prove them wrong. Oh yeah. You got their attention now. Yeah, they don't like me. Heard she doesn't that. like me. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're just intimidating or something. I don't know. Maybe. Would you? What did you do? Something to like make her mad the first day or something? No, I don't think so. There, like a, stu- a stupid question on like our notes. She said I got wrong. I didn't get wrong. And then I told her to go do it, or I asked her to go do it on the board. She did it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Teacher, you said I was wrong." And that's the exact same thing I had. She was like, "I apologize," and I was like, "I greatly appreciate it." Did you say that in front of the class? Yes. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you did it to yourself, but it's all good. <laughs> I take pride in my math. That's right. So you guys are tired. Mm-hmm. No working today, Drez. Mm-mm. I haven't no. worked in a few weeks. Okay, well, because of school. Uh, mainly. Okay. Um, they're just tired of school, or just tired because you've been putting in at school. It's tired of what I've been putting in. Like school isn't boring. It's just. Some classes I get my work done really fast, so I'm just sitting there for the rest of the class doing nothing. Mm, I used to be like that in elementary school. Elementary? Yeah. That's when I really tried and applied, and then, I don't know, sixth grade, fifth grade happened. I was like, eh, I already know everything. Man, it started off early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when I get done with my work uh, in elementary, they would send me to the library to go build... Um, the Lincoln Logs, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I used to love the Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs? I don't know what that is. We we, we didn't get those. They didn't give us Lincoln Logs. Uh-uh. Nah, that's probably because y'all can't be trusted. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just fights. Like, the Lincoln Logs, you, you build little log cabins with. Yeah. I, I think that's where I got my love for building. I have never them. even heard of those before. No, I never heard of Lincoln Logs. Mm. Yeah. I, I want to get some just to have some. Um. Kind What's of up? Nostalgic toy. To yeah, around. yeah. Nice to have some nostalgic toys and uh, build 
build like I used to in elementary school. Yep. Anyways, well, Dredge, you're hearing you up. Mm-hmm. Everything's good? Yeah. What about you, Buggy? Uh, I'm hearing I'm up, too. I um, I had a football game last night. So, yeah. You know, in the, the big band, big band doing the big show. After a halftime show, I was over. I was done. Yeah. I just couldn't do it no more. So you went to the game last night? Uh, yeah, I went to my games. Did y'all win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we won too. We played Stone. Who'd y'all play? Green. Green. What was the score? I forgot. You don't have to remember it because I don't remember our score. Like, I know it was. Oh, last, was it? Uh, before it ended, last score I saw was 41-40, but then we got another touchdown. So. Oh, wow. Well, that was a good game. 41-40. Wow. We had this one kid. Like run like three touch touchdowns by himself. Wow! And then this other dude got through like four of our defenders, and it was crazy. I was like, "Man, I'm not supporting that team," but <laughs> he went a little crazy on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sean, did you go to no, the game? I didn't go. Man, it was hot last night. Oh, it was so hot. Mm-hmm. All of like, my friends were like, "This is terrible." I want to. Oh, go it home. was miserable. I mean, up there, and like all the parents are just like fanning themselves. <clears throat> I said, this is a sweat party is what this is. Yeah. It's bad. Yep. I had to bring, or we had to bring six people home, five-seater car, because we didn't know we had to bring one kid home. Uh-huh. Um, Three of them were in JROTC, so they have to clean the stadium. One of them's a band, and I was just hanging out with my friends, so all six of us were sweaty in that little uh, Camry. Who who brought y'all home? Your mom? Uh, no, Greg. Oh. Yeah, I bet you he was having a good time waiting on all y'all, huh? Uh, no, he was there watching the game, and then he was like... Well, talking about it at the end when everybody had to clean up and yeah. shut the stadium down. He was like, I'm going to go to the car. You just stay here and, like, group him up. <laughs> Makes <laughs> sense. Uh, Put Sergeant, that responsibility on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sergeant was like, uh, kept looking at me like, who am I? And then whenever it's time to go, I was like, yeah, I'm bringing all these to your home. He's like, you're driving? I'm like, maybe. And he was like, well, drive safe. I didn't drive. Mm. Too many people. Heard that. Yeah, we're driving tomorrow, huh, Sean? Are we? Yep. I guess if so. If you don't leave. I mean, I won't leave, but I'll probably be <laughs> Sean on a computer channel. He's a busy, Sean's busy on the weekend all the time. Yeah, I have homework this weekend. Yeah, everybody has. I got homework, too. I have my class ending on Tuesday, and I have like three weeks of work to do tomorrow. Mm. So, sucks. Big Sean, what's up with you, bro? It's been a week, man. How you, how's your week go? Oh. This week has been uh, a little bit of a dumpster fire. <laughs> Things isn't going, that isn't uh, that work? Think, yeah, that that that's, that's basically exactly what it's tied yeah. to. Things going wrong, you know, having to come up with solutions and whatnot. You know, yeah, usual stresses of work when things go wrong. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. Yeah. I've been asking questions I don't know the answer to at work, yeah. and I just was like, I should really kind of should know this, but at the same time. This is all in the vet, in the devel- developmental phase. Okay, can't even get a big word out this morning. <laughs> so I'm like answering the question like I know the answer. I'm like, yeah, it does that? It's supposed to do that, and, it, and I'm just wrong with it twice. Ooh. And I was like, all right, I'm exposing myself to like not really knowing what's yeah. going on here. So mm. next week I got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> kind of made myself look stupid, but. And it's all part of it. It is right. what it is. I can't do Better that, than silence. Man. Better I than can't. silence. I'm like, oh, well. It's like, well, why didn't you know that? If they asked me, why didn't you know that? It's like, well, no one really showed me. So, you know, 
I, th- I thought it went that way, but I guess not. So now I know. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. It is what it is. I can't do that. Yeah. I, if if I'm not 100 percent sure, I'm not gonna say nothing. Or just say I don't know. Mm. Big thing for me in my industry is like I don't know the answer, but I'm gonna find out for you. Mm-hmm. That that's the biggest thing. Yeah. All right. Well, Sean, you last week we had our podcast, which I still have to post because I'm so slow like that. <laughs> um, but you wanted to get the boys in here. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what your idea was with the boys. So basically it's just, you know, I've got some questions in terms of viewpoint, in terms of their perspective on the world, things of that nature. Okay. Nothing too crazy serious. Just, you know, better understanding of what makes y'all tick. Mm. So y'all thought school was hard. Y'all ready? It's about to be easy. Mm, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like morals and ethics class. Yes, I wish I had a morals and ethics class. That actually sounds fun. Hey, I wish I wish we had someone mature enough to have this type of session with us when we were y'all's age. That's fair. Yeah, that's what I do wish. So, what do you mean, like mature enough? No, I won't say mature enough, but I don't know, role modelish type. You know, I'm not saying that my parents didn't do that, but they didn't. It wasn't really calculated to like, yeah. okay, I need to take this amount of time to really yeah. pick their brain. It was, it was survive, 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 and then you know, the moments that you weren't busting ass to try to make ends meet, yep. you, that's when you can sit down and just, just be like, all right, we got to recharge so we can survive again here in a little bit. So. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Sean, it's all you, brother. You know, I'm just glad you came over, and I'm really interested. Yeah, I'm interested, too. Even though That's I'm, what's up. like, dead. Right, well, Time to wake we'll, y'all up. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll start this thing off. Okay, so... Uh, this question I'll preface with a little bit of a backstory. So, here lately... I guess in a lot of different people's opinions, the world seems to be getting crazier and crazier. Um, you know, fire, wildfires happening everywhere. We've got some in Hawaii. We've got some in Louisiana. Um, everything that's going on in the political landscape in our country, uh, the division of our... Uh, well, it feels like the American population is kind of divided on quite a few different issues. So let's just say we're in fairly wild times, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys agree that, or would you guys agree with the statement that the world seems to be getting, or not the world, I'm sorry, our country seems to be getting crazier and crazier as time moves forward? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, seems There's new like things it. being introduced every day, and a lot of people just can't handle new things. Okay. Dress? Um, I think I would say so. It seems like anything I hear about, like, before like 2000s or like to like 80s and 2000s okay. it wasn't as crazy but they also had their different issues and now it's like our era's turn to have their issues which seem a lot bigger than theirs okay right because if you look in the past this country's never been just one country with no division ever but that's like every country ever and if there's if the country's putting up the facade that there are one country forever 
that's most likely not extremely accurate to what's really going on on the inside. Okay. That makes sense. Um, okay, so piggybacking off of that, my argument is that the world has always been as crazy as it is now. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now, the only reason why people are starting to take notice of how crazy the world is is because of the internet. It is massively getting the information to us a lot faster. Something can happen one day over some other part of the country, and you're going to hear about it within the next 15 to 30 minutes because of social media news sites, things of that nature. Right. When back in the day, something could happen a week ago, and then you'd finally hear about it through a local paper, maybe even the national news, because you were watching the broadcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So bringing that part up, you guys know my argument. Mm-hmm. I understand that you guys kind of see it as, you know, the world's getting crazier. Maybe it's a combination of both. Things might be getting a little crazier. Our access to information is a lot faster. That all being said, would we be better off without the internet? If the internet was never invented, would society benefit from not having the internet? That's a really good question. I think... uh, My opinion, socially, no. Um, But, like, technological advances. Like, if we have a problem with something and I can't solve it, I can always go online and see if someone else has solved it. Okay. Or if you want to help build something and your knowledge isn't great enough for it, you can get someone else's knowledge on that, like, easier and faster. That's a fair point. Yeah, the advantages of having the Internet. So, yeah, would the advantages of having the Internet outweigh the negatives of having the Internet for you? I think, yeah. For me, it just depends on... What's like the topic, like socially, like for schools and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, internet is really um, maybe not the best in those situations because they can fuel drama online, fights, and like even yesterday, looking over my friend's shoulder and seeing they're like in a heated argument, like looking like they're going to fight next time they see each other. Okay. But then you think about the how it could help. And the useful ways of the yeah, internet? If okay. it's not petty drama, then like I feel like it could um, help out a lot. Okay. What about you, Boogie? I think, like you said about petty drama and stuff, I think that stuff's always existed. If, even if it's just been expounded upon more because of the internet. I feel like the, the internet has too, done too much positives for us, for us to not, to just have, like, never have had it. Like, imagine... If we didn't have the internet and we didn't have the ability to share information, we would not have so many things that we do now. It would take forever to develop more things. Because imagine, let's just say like, I don't know, the iPhone or something. Just the beginning ages of the internet or whatever. It's important to reach out to people to ask for other opinions and stuff. And everything happens way faster because of the internet. So even if socially we have issues due to the internet, as a society... We're still benefiting off the internet because before the internet, we were not advancing as exponentially as we are right now. Okay, so innovation because of the the speed up in communication over the internet, uh, I guess, is is like yeah, what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Okay, so that being said, um, 
the last two decades, uh, our technology has gone bonkers. Mm-hmm. You know, we went from having uh, what two thousands uh, broadband was kind of out there, but not really. It was super mm-hmm. expensive. Most people were still on dial up at you, the time. Yeah, you said 20, 20 years. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, about the end. Of we the- were running fifty six k modems. Yeah, you know, it would take an hour to download an MP three song. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so that it's um how do I phrase this? Sure, our leaps in technology prior to uh internet as we know it today were slower. But that also gave people time to adapt to the technology a little bit easier. You know, you have more time to sit on things, uh mm-hmm. to sit with things. Now it just seems like you know you've got a new new model of phone every year. You've got a new computer, uh, new computer technology being added, um, advancements in three D technology, AI stuff. I, you know, I, I feel like we're getting to a point to where our technology is surpassing our humanity. This is a statement that has been echoed by multiple people i'm just echoing those people i do see to where if we were to have a little bit of slowdown in the technological fields to where everybody can get adapted uh, yeah. to the new technology wouldn't would we be better off that way yeah i can see that i can agree with that okay yeah, okay. yeah. um the yeah that whole concept of um us slowing down i agree with that i feel like us as a society need to balance out what we have right now okay. instead of just keep growing and keep growing because then we're so focused on the growth we're not focused on what's happening right in front of us which right. is a, that's a that's aftermath of social media and the internet in general I feel like nice okay I agree um personally I think the internet overall like you said about the the advan- the the goods and the bads, the pros and the cons. Um, I mean, we all know the pros of the internet, everything streamlined and everything. But yep. you know, cons. We have to say, hey, the pro is good enough yeah. to deal with these cons, and I, I don't think I don't think we're we're in a point where we can go back. Right. You know, right. we're, we're not because. You can choose to do so, but the world as a whole mm-hmm. is going to move forward without you. And I know a lot of old timers say, man, I want to, when I retire, when I figured out, I just want to live off the land. And when I was young, you know, let's say young in my 20s and stuff, I would hear some folks say that. It was re- it wasn't a very s- small amount of people that would say that, guys, but I just want to live off the land and grow my food. And now as I get older, I kind of understand that because thinking about the Internet, um, we it's all automated you know we use internet to farm our food because tractors are ran off a of gps yep so that's a pro right there we can farm food faster but the con is the tractor driver don't have a job anymore you know it's just the mechanic and the software programmer mm-hmm. so mm. you know and, and then all these all these these automations happen with deliveries scheduling yeah um pricing and everything to get it to our local store so we can get it well that's great and it's fast but what happens when a country decides to hack the internet for the united states or something or mm-hmm. without food so you know that are those original skill sets of 
hard work, labor, farming, everything. You know, the internet's getting us away from those. But what happens when we don't have it? Which is possible, very possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what happens? Then then all of a sudden those people are are top tier. Yeah. So you know it's the balance. But um, the more internet we have, you know. So as far as logistically and everything, it's great. Yeah. As far as socially, and I think that's. I might be wrong, Sean. That might be the thing you're trying to weigh out the most on this particular subject it's, is is like social social advances versus the need for everything else. Right. Um, and in overall, I think it's lowered values of people. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Because, you know, people see things so fast and they're like, well, so-and-so is doing it. And then the so-and-so, whether it's a celebrity, influencer, athlete, whoever, whomever they be, um, you know, they get a you get a following and an acceptance and all of a sudden it's, well, I can yeah. dress like that or I can go to my job and just say what I want to say or, you know, or I can just say F everybody and that's just the way I feel. I mean, and it's great to be expressive and everything, but some people aren't, don't know who they really are or who they really want to be. They're not like are centered the on themselves. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they live through people on the internet and then, you know, so can we live without it? I don't think we can. Okay. Um, and this would, you know, we can reverse it and go back in the day, let's say 30 years ago, and say, hey, do, this is what the internet can do. Can we really, can we continue to go like this or do we need the internet? And, of course, I mean, yeah, yeah, I want that. Mm-hmm. I, I want, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want that. Um, another thing, too, is, um, like, Drez, you said, you can get instant answers off the internet. Mm-hmm. And everything, which is great, um, but that's less people interaction. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the, especially the younger generation, you know, they'll get together and be on their phones or they'll be group texting. But you know, if you take all their phones away and put them in a in a circle, I mean, how vibrant and how open and realistic is that conversation? My friend group, like the one I'm in. We do. We do good. Okay. Well, um, I'm not saying everybody, but... Yeah. Um, the people I hang out with, we usually, even when we are together, we don't text much or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like we usually interact the most when we're together. So, because um, I don't have Snapchat, and Snapchat's like the main, in my opinion, the like main lead of people texting each other um, for anything. And most of my friends mm-hmm. have it. They text each other. Um, I don't really give people my number much. Um uh, because personal preference, um, so, but like if that like that situation happened where took our phones away, no internet, put us all in a group together, we'd probably find something to do. Okay. So, what about you, Sean? Um, do you think the the messaging and all that is taken away from personal communication skills? Uh, I think it has to a certain extent, like. I think with technology in general, our humanity and what's made us human and what we've known as the process of the human life and struggling and working for things is definitely slipping away to a certain extent or it's just turning into something new. It kind of just depends on your perspective. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I don't accept that the new way is just talking digitally and not having an organic conversation. 
because mm. it's it, it's almost like okay, I got some drama. Or I ain't gonna say, drama. I I got it. We got an issue. Like we had a problem or a misunderstanding or something. And this is not. We you shouldn't text over that. You shouldn't text about that. You need to go talk right. to them about that. Yeah. Like you know that level of importance in that situation. I think even on the positive side of things, it's better to say go up to someone and say congratulations on your award or your passing your class or whatever ha- happy birthday happy anniversary when you go pull up on somebody face to face versus sending the emoji and the text message mm-hmm. um so yeah the internet's gift and the curse yeah 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 i yeah. think um i agree like with with the advancements of our communication technology over the internet yeah it has taken away a lot of people's ability to have a live conversation right learning how to deal with uncomfortable situations face to face with somebody is something that a lot of people you know don't have it's a skill set that people just don't have today Mm -hmm. um so yeah I, i do see a detriment in that point of view on the flip side i could also argue the point that without uh, the advancements in technology that we have, it'd be much harder for us to, you know, communicate with family who lives abroad mm-hmm. or to be able to reach a larger audience, things of that nature. So uh, I sit on the fence whenever it comes to that yeah, question personally. Me too. And I think it's kind of intimidating. And I, I, I say that and just with my personal situation, I'm trying to reconnect with my Filipino side of the family. Okay. And, you know, I've started group text in the past and, they didn't really stick and you know we have facetime and all that well i got a group text with my cousins and my aunt right now and it's um you know i'm I'm thinking i know everyone has group text and they have group text that they're in active every day and they have people that not in the family text every day but we have a family group text here and it's so easy for us to text back but we just don't do it as much as we could yeah um as much as i would like to see it happen um, so it's like, it's right here, it's available and we don't use it. We don't utilize it. Yeah. You know, what does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean it's like, it's so available and so trustworthy uh-huh. that I'll just do it later when I feel like it. Cause it'll always be there. And so I just don't do it or, you know, or I don't even really know how to. Could it possibly uh, be an underlying want to have some of these conversations or, you know, um, communications live and in person so you can catch the person's reaction? It could be. Yeah, it could be. But, I mean, with, when you're talking family group texts would spread all over. Yeah. That's going to be a special occasion, family reunion type deal. Right. So, you know, which is going to be a rare occasion. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, well, we have this quick opportunity to shoot some text, and it just doesn't happen. Mm. So, um, okay. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of a, it's here, but we don't use it the way that we could. And I'm talking about messaging and keeping in contact. Yeah, we don't use it as much as as we could. Yeah, I don't know. it's it's, yeah, it's weird. A- it's a that's a weird social. Dynamic yeah. of being able to talk to your family instantly and not doing it. Right. Right. You know, and I can't put my finger on that on what yeah. to call it or how to ask or how to work on it or anything. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of off the rail a little bit. 
I think with the whole reaching out thing, and I feel like Dresden can agree with me on this, when it comes to, like, talking to people digitally, nowadays with, like, youth, quote-unquote, that's, like, all they have. Like, they don't have any freedom outside of their phone and outside of being able to talk to people digitally. Mm, some kids, that's all they have. That's literally all like, they have. all they have. The parents won't let them go out and hang out with friends. And it's gotten more dangerous to hang out with friends because... Kids have gotten worse with vaping, smoking, weed, and like drinking. Yeah, at such a young age. Okay, I, I I can I agree with that. I agree with that. So like as as bad as it might be uh, for a person to not be able to talk to someone face to face, I think it's better than them going to some friend's house to be introduced to weed or vaping. Now they have an addiction for the rest mm-hmm. of their life, or they don't get to talk to anybody at all. Period. Yeah. Which is extremely common, or at least in my opinion. Really? Mm-hmm. Kids just on an island by themselves? That's like, like yeah. not talking to anyone in person and not talking to anyone over messages or social media or anything? I mean, that's if, like, if they didn't have social media. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like without the concept of social media, a, a lot of parents, if they just kept the same rules and restrictions they had now, kid wouldn't be able to do anything. Mm. Man, that's rough. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There's like a lot of sheltered parents or now sh- sheltered kids. Okay. Whose parents are like really, really strict. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them can't talk to their parents. And so talking to other people over messages where they don't have to deal with facial expressions and seeing their reaction will help. Yeah. So, so it's like a. So it's like an introvert's dream, then. Uh, seems message. like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. Do y'all use much uh, FaceTime whenever y'all are talking to y'all's friends? Um, I'm never free to anymore. For okay. me, it depends who I'm talking to. I'd rather, like, call them because I'll usually be playing some video games or something. Because, okay. like, I can't, I can just sit and talk, but I have to be doing something. Okay. Like, I'm fidgeting with this cord the entire time. <laughs> like, I can't sit still. And, and so, like, I'd rather be on call with someone talking to them okay. rather than texting because texting is nice and all, but it gets boring because it's, it's slightly repetitive. You might be talking about a new topic, but you can't see the reaction. And yeah. whenever I talk to people, I like seeing the reaction, right. gauging what I'm going to say next off of mm-hmm. them because one wrong thing, that could end the conversation just like that. But you won't, you won't know what upset them. So, nice. I like it. Yeah, it's good. I agree with that. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears here. I got a question here that is, I don't know, I would consider fairly thought provoking. Mm. Um, dun dun dun. <laughs> the thinker. What's the lie you tell yourself the most? Dang. Ooh. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, this is a pretty We're good start. Swinging, crying, swinging at the air. Yeah. Is optimism and what do you say? Lie you tell yourself? Yeah. What's uh, what's the biggest lie it, you you tell yourself? Is optimism and lying to yourself the same thing? Uh, it can be. If you're optimistic about something and you know it's going to fail, then yeah, that's a lie. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Sean, you uh-uh. go first. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, no responses uh-uh. on this one. I'm thinking, I'm is this, thinking, one, a, is this one too tough? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> it's um. 
Man, the I, number I, one lie I tell myself. I have to choose between all the lies I tell myself. Literally, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Wait, number you say one. worst lie or biggest lie? What's the biggest lie you tell yourself? The biggest one. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, biggest lie is subjective. Yeah. It's yeah. whatever you think is the biggest lie. Somebody else could have a different opinion about it. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the biggest lie, the worst lie? Or like, what's... Like Just what's, don't overthink it. One that comes don't to your mind. It's what? basically the same thing. Okay. I think mine is like thinking it's going to work out, even if it's like... You know the entire situation. You know it's not going to work out. But just the underlying thought that it will happen, like, that's what keeps me going, which technically is lying to myself. Okay, so is that based off of, like, your desire for the for the positive outcome of whatever situation that you're thinking of? Positive outcome and just I don't want to think that it won't happen because then it won't happen. You know what I mean? Okay, so it's a fear of... It not happening. Yeah. That, if I that, give that up, drives you to tell yourself the lie. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like if I give up on that idea, is lowering the chance of it happening. And I'm not like the type of person to like talk about uh, manifesting energy into something. Okay. Um, I don't know much about it, but I kind of can see where I'm. Yeah, I guess manifesting energy into something. Okay. Hoping it'll happen, even though it may not. Okay. Still thinking on the positive outlook of whatever the situation may be. So it seems like some uh, a slight form of faith, kind of. Yeah, I okay. guess so. What about you, Biggie? I think the biggest lie to myself is probably that I'm happy at where I am. right now like in terms of social life or educational ability so is okay so are you telling yourself a lie there or are you trying to convince yourself i'm i'm lying to myself when i'm saying i'm happy where i'm at is what i mean okay so that just leaves room to say that there's either room for improvement or you need a complete change? Is that what are... Mm. Like, if you're saying that it's a lie to tell yourself that you're okay with those things, then you obviously have some sort of underlying thought that says that it is actually not okay. And it's actually not where you want it to be. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. It kind of just... So, Sean, do you, do you feel like where you want to be? Or that feeling that you're you are where you want to be, think you will ever attain that? Honestly, no. Okay, and I felt the same way you felt before. And what I come to realize is, we'll never really be where we want to be, right? Because once you get there, it'll get boring in a little in a short amount of time. You're like, all right, I got this. All right, well, now I want something new. Or now I can add to it. I want more. So, for me, it's the constant the constant grind trying to get to, to a place. Mm-hmm. And now where I want to be is I want to be in the grind. And knowing that I can accomplish and execute. Because it's all execute, execute, execute. Right. So, once that's where... 
you want to be, you're not really in one place. You're just in the journey part of it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, I have this, 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 and my friends are good. I don't have any drama. And I graduated high school. I got a degree. I got a certification, whatever. Mm. Now I'm where I want to be. That I don't. I don't think that's ever. I don't think that's that's somewhere. Someone who really wants mm-hmm. can sit. Mm. A, a doer and a wanter don't doesn't sit. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, I just want you to think about that. Not necessarily change your perspective, but that's just the way I view it. Right. You know what I mean. I can understand that. I think um, I'm just so stuck in like. I have the grind, and the grind is the only thing that I know I'll ever actually have. Well, then that's so, everything. That's everything. That's yeah. all it is to me. I mean, you got the most successful people that grind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like like Elon Musk, you know. Everybody yeah. wants to be, well, I don't say everybody wants to be Elon Musk, but come on. I mean, if I had Elon Musk, I'll be on a super yacht right now, <laughs> drinking yeah. mimosas and no, you, you know, if you're Elon Call Musk right now, you'd be probably thinking about all five of your companies, you know, right. how to advance them, how to make it bigger, better. Right. Yep. You would be losing sleep. And it's not over money. Yeah. It's over the concept. It's mm-hmm. over it's over mm-hmm. the grind. Mm-hmm. And it's not and I don't think Elon is saying questioning am I grinding enough? Am I happy with this? No, he's on a mission. To, That's right. To to make something, to invent something, to be innovative. So people say they want to be where he, where he is, but they're not willing to wake up and do the work. Right. You know, then Elon texts or posts something about all his employees not working as hard as him or something. Like, you know, you want to do this, but you're not up, you're not at the office 14 hours a day. And I don't know if he was talking like about that. his employees when he made that post. Or just in uh, general. Yeah. I think, or what? yeah. You know, so for for the successful man, it's it's the grind. You know, it's the grind. Yeah. Sprinkle a little bit of luck in there. You got to have a little bit of a break every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. You know, nobody ever just makes it because I mean, well, I don't want to say nobody, but the majority of people who strike it big, in my opinion, have just a little hint of luck right. sprinkled in there. But but my concept of luck is. Luck isn't something that you just run across. No. You set yourself up to be lucky. Yes. It's like gambling. Like, you know, some people say, you're you're lucky, you're lucky. Well, yeah. I did things to get myself in this position to receive yeah. this random thing that happened that, right. call, that everyone calls luck. It's like gambling at the casino. You know, you put in a dollar and you hit $1,000. Yeah. Well, you're just lucky. Well, I drove over here. I had the extra money. Yeah. I paid my bills. Man, maybe I didn't pay my bills. I don't know. But I paid my <laughs> bills enough to have extra money and took uh-huh. care of my affairs to come in here to give myself some time to gamble. Okay. And sat at the machine and, and risked my money, hit the button, hit the button, and I got $1,000. There's some work that yeah. got me to the 1000 yeah. It's not just luck. Mm-hmm. That's you fair. Know? Now, there is some luck where... You just have someone who's just feeling good and gives you something, I guess. Right. But, you know. I, I guess I guess luck's the wrong word. 
timing, I think, is a better word. Yeah. You could be on your grind for X amount of years, and then all of a sudden an opportunity presents itself. And, you know, you did everything right to set yourself up to receive that opportunity. And it's just a matter of executing it. And timing seems to be a big part. You can't have, like, so let's just say you've got a young company, a startup, you're going through, things are starting to align. A big deal falls through in in year one, right? Mm -hmm. Five years. You know, now if that opportunity would have come to you in year five of your startup, you would have been better equipped, dealt with more situations, know how to handle things in a different way, and you would have had a better go at that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I think timing and luck get conflated with each other a good bit whenever we're discussing that topic. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And that's all the biggest law. <laughs> Dres and I. Can you can you say yours again? Because you used some big words and I got lost. <laughs> um, hold on, let me think. Say the question again. What's the biggest lie you ever told yourself? Space lie. Um, that'll like it'll always work out. Like it'll always um, end up. Well, well, that's not a lie. The statement "it'll always work out." It it absolutely always works out. It just might not be the way you want it to. Yeah. Usually, Wait, what did I say then? <laughs> usually, it works out better than what you thought it would. To right. be honest with yeah. you, mm, um, I don't know about you, that. I think oh, you, yeah. I don't know about that. I think you were talking about how, um, regardless of if you know a situation is going to work out or not, you tell yourself the lie that you know it's going to work out in spite oh, yeah. of all of those odds. Yeah, um, being optimistic. And the situation I'm in, telling myself and the people um, like in it that the best result will happen or it it can happen. Um, despite I, the odds. Yeah, despite the odds. If um, I think if I if the se- or the second I start giving up on that idea, it's, it falls through. It. Is definitely not going to happen at that point. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. That sounds real. That that's real. Yeah, it's all. Ba- it was like uh, based off of this quote I heard. It's where there's a star, there's universe, and so if I give up on one thing, I could be cutting off a million different possibilities. That's the dead truth, right deep. there. So. Yeah. Yep. You never know what you're saying. Um, no to yeah you know that's i'm open to like a lot of things meeting people uh being friends with certain people like you can see them and i'll think man a little sketchy i don't i don't know but then they can be the nicest person ever and end up being like a lifelong friend Mm. so or even taking like career opportunities like beta club like i'm trying to join beta club i don't know if it's something i want to do um something i what does Beta Club do? They walk around and say we're the smartest out ever. Yeah, we're yeah. smart and we they said. we're smart and we do things. Yeah. yeah, they their biggest thing is like leadership. They meet yeah. like once a month. That's good oh, though. Okay. So um, they're trying to teach kids leadership, and it'd be an amazing thing for me to try to learn, so I'm get better with my words, can help people more and whatnot. Like a lot of people have been like needing help in certain subjects in school. And I've been asked to tutor one of my friends, 
and I've I've been doing it. Uh, I've only done it two days, but I think it all went well because they're not hundred percent um, certain with I guess what uh, what they do, and I know a lot of people aren't hundred percent sure in themselves, and. If a beta club really does teach me leadership, I hope it makes it to where I'm able to talk to someone and help them become more confident in their like field of anything. Okay. Yeah. So, um, leadership is the big one. I didn't really realize that with beta club. Mm. Yeah. So I just made fun of them. But now, if they're if that's their main I focus is leadership, them. that's something that you should be part of. I asked them out. Like, um, I was talking to the the guy who runs at our school. And he was like, yeah, I was like, um, can I come to the first meeting and then from there decide if I want to pay or not? He was like, yeah, that's no problem. Because on the paper it was like, um, pay or you're not on. And I was like, that seems kind of a, I don't know, I kind of messed up. Because what if someone pays and they're just not in for it? But then he told me that the mm. words were just bad and you can go to the first meeting and decide then. And then I asked him, like, what was, what was their cause? What is the reason for all this? And uh, they do a lot of, like, competitions and whatnot and outreach stuff. And also was thinking about robotics and thinking if we could do, like, a partnership since they're... Because they, one of their fields is robotics. They have, like, subjects from schools and then um, they have different competitions for music, robotics, art, and, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Quiz bowls and whatnot. And... He said, we're trying to get kids to, like, basically be more interactive and whatnot, so. Hmm. So do you see um, the kids in Beta Club as leaders? I don't know any of the kids in Beta Club. I saw the list of kids that are in there, and I've seen, uh, I know, like, some of the names, and there are some really smart people. Uh, One of my friends is second in our sophomore class, and... Second she, to what? What do you mean second? Um, so the ranking in our sophomore class. Oh, student rank. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Like she, academic ranking. Yeah, she's second in her class, and she's in there. She, I wouldn't say she's necessarily a leader, necessarily a leader, but she's definitely she's smart. She'll do it, but okay. it's not her first like thought. But I also don't know her. Yeah. I'm just doing it based off of what I've seen. Okay, that's fair. Mm. What about you, Boogie? You have any thoughts on the beta club? I joined it and I wasn't into it, and then I left. That's how that went. All right, fair enough. How, long, just, how long were you in it for? I went to like to the first two, three meetings or whatever. Then I was just like, ah, I don't know. It was just for me. I don't like. I don't particularly like the people in beta club, and then also it's another thing to add on to my heavy schedule yeah that's fair and i'm like do i really need this and it comes what it came down to for me is i don't need it Mm. okay so it didn't interest you yeah whatever whatever they were trying to whatever goal i was shooting for being in beta club wouldn't help it advance it any wow okay okay interesting that's what's up um all right are you guys happier with more or less options? Less. In general. Okay, so less options here. Less. I just, what uh, about you, D? 
realistic, really, really and I'm, I'm, I'm asking that in a general sense. Um, you know, don't apply it to just one aspect of your life. Think about it in an overall manner. I'm indecisive about a lot of things, but I think I'd say more options. More options is better? Yeah, because okay. um, more opportunities and whatever. Because okay. less options, you might just get dealt a bad hand. Every option is just like, man, I really don't want to do this. But with many, mm-hmm. they all can be bad, but at least you have more to choose from, which level of bad you want. Okay, that's fair. Say, so, can I uh, can I say more options, but then someone chooses the option for me? That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. Mm. So you both guy, both of you guys suffer from indecisiveness. To us. To a degree, is that a yes. fair statement? Definitely. Yes. Okay. It's like the, the stuff that is the, the defi- deciding factors. Um, for me, it depends on the situation, but it's like what other people may think. Oh, so that's a good one. Okay. My, my decisions based off friends I hang out with, who I hang out with, when I hang out with them. Mm. Oh, do I choose homework over them? Do am I going to be responsible and get mm. off the game to do stuff or whatnot? And like social aspect, and then personal aspect. I, the question I think I hate the most is, "What do you want for lunch?" Because I'm not paying, so I can't choose the most expensive thing. Yeah. And then they might not. Like, I mean, if they're if they're asking you for your opinion on what you would like to eat, I mean, what's yeah, bad about stating what you want to eat? It's bad because it's easier to say what you don't want after they say their options. You know, because you don't know what you want yet. Yeah. This yeah. is a this is a problem that plagues our family. Plagues <laughs> <laughs> like all our families. Yeah. I don't care. Well, let's go here. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. That's how I, tell me what give me options, I'll tell you which ones I don't want. And then yeah. you pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm always stating what I don't want because I know the rest of my family <laughs> needs to make that decision on where we do go. Mm-hmm. I always I'm not gonna say I always get shot down, but I feel like I get shot down a lot. Yep. <laughs> There's sometimes I say, "Hey, we're eating here, and this is where we're going." Mm. Yep. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, and I'm yeah. okay. If with we whatever. get this out of the way right now, we get this Thai food out of the way right now. I Ooh, won't ask for it again amazing. for a week. <laughs> <laughs> a week. A week. Oh See, man! I've had the same craving for the past like month or two because what's that craving? Korean. Korean food. You got to have Korean food money, man. They they went without me one time. I still take it personally. It's been how many months? It's been like, like a month. It's been about a month. All you got to do month. is go around and go buy your, go get it without them one time. I can't drive by myself. <laughs> I don't feel like paying because I don't have Korean money. Well, must mean you don't you get want what it you enough. want when you pay for what you want. So, yeah, I know. You know, that's why I go eat by myself. I have no problem. Eating by myself somewhere. Like Some I, people have problems with that. Yeah, I, you know, I've never had. That I was problem. like, what's, yeah, I don't understand what's wrong? Like, be. you know, I've seen like someone, someone post on Facebook, the poor guy eating by himself. Yeah, you know, I don't see no a eat with. problem I'm like, with that at all. I, I enjoy eating with people, but hey, if y'all don't want food, I want. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's been times where we say we're eating for dinner, and they say the place that I had for lunch, and I'm just like. Nah, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's something good on that for right now. 
<laughs> Not too appetizing yeah, right now to yeah. me. Sorry. It's like, yeah, I want to go the other way. Switch the palate <laughs> up today. <laughs> All right. So, Drez, you just touched on another one of my questions that I had on the list. Oh. Um, how much weight do other people's opinions have on you? Danny, some good questions. Um, um, depends on, like... Depends on the person? Person, what's going on, like, uh, I don't know. So it's circumstantial? It's, it's very circumstantial. Okay. Um, I've hit a point where if it has something to do with, like, my happiness or my emotions... Okay. I'm very, or not very, but I'm more decisive on stuff to me like for me okay uh with myself than like other actions like sean earlier talked about being happy with himself mm-hmm. and i've reached a, p- a point where i may not be happy but i'm at peace okay with what's happening so um do you um, think that's the truth though are what? you really at peace I'm at peace with the situations I'm in right now. I may not be happy with it, but I find that if I just accept it, it might go faster. That's true. That's true. That's really accurate. Okay. So it's basically make a choice, keep your head down, and push through until you get to the end? Yeah, even though I might complain every step of the way. Okay. Yeah. You complain every step of the way. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes I do. What about you, Boogie? What are your thoughts on this? Can you restate the question? Uh, sure. How much weight does other people's opinions of you matter? I'll agree with Dresden and say it's circumstantial about who's saying it. Okay. There's just some people's opinions that I couldn't care less for. Yeah. And then there's other people's opinions that I'm like, uh, you just said that, so now I'm rethinking the whole thing, even if everyone else told me it was okay. It's when people say out-of-pocket stuff. And then, or, you know, like, say some out of pocket, say some out of pocket, and then everyone else is like, oh, no, you're weird. Oh, whoopsies. Mm-mm. Okay. It's yeah. just, when people backtrack, that's, that's one of my biggest things. Oh. Like, so are, are people, let's just, let's just create a scenario here. Somebody makes a statement, stands by that statement, all right, has a few conversations with a few different people. Is that person not allowed to change their mind? Are they not allowed to change their opinion on something? I'm not sure because I don't know if I feel like I can't answer that because my the way I act towards my friends, uh, like in a group I used to be in, or I guess I still am in. Some people didn't like this one person, and that, and some people didn't like another person. Okay, people that they didn't like, I was still cool with. So you were cool but, with both of them. Yeah, I was. I'm cool with everyone. I try to be neutral all around. Okay, try to be. Um, and so, I won't say my whole truth, but I won't lie to them. If that makes sense, like, what was an omission a form of lying? Omission. What's that mean? Like omitting to tell the whole. That's that's a good one. I'm. My and I'll make the statement here that I don't think omission is a form of lying personally. Okay. What do you? What's omission? I'm confused. Um, it's like um, I don't know. All right. Say you're around somebody. They have a 
let's just say they have a pair of shoes that you think are awesome, but the rest of their outfit is trash. Right. You're only going to tell them that their shoes are fly and leave it at that. You're omitting the fact that you also think that, well, the rest of your stuff is trash, though. What did they ask? That's yeah. a very, very small version. What but did if they, they ask? ask I'm telling like, you the truth. Do they ask, hey, does my outfit look good? Right. And you say, mm-hmm. oh, man, I think your shoes are fly and leave it at that. Yeah. You don't tell them that you think the rest of it is whack. Yeah, I would do that. And then you talk more. <laughs> oh. And then you talk more about their shoes. <laughs> Ask them questions about their shoes to focus on the shoes. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably that's be like, like more "No, you don't look that bad, but your shoes look really good." Yeah, that's like I won't bad. straight tell them, "Yeah, you look bad," unless they like. Now is that lying? I mean, if I don't think they necessarily look like trash, like I won't let my friend go out looking terrible because I don't want myself going out looking terrible and someone being like, "Yeah, you look great." So, so how close you are to the person determines how much of a lie you'll tell. Yeah, but if even if, I think even if it's like someone I don't like, I'd, I'd still be nice enough to tell them, huh, that that outfit doesn't look the greatest. Mm, okay. If, okay. If, if it's someone like halfway now, I'll probably still tell them the truth. Yeah, just to be a nice person. How brutally honest would you get with a complete stranger who just walked up to you and asked you the same question? That wouldn't be. I wouldn't. First you wouldn't be honest? Or? No, I wouldn't be like brutally honest. You wouldn't be brutally like, okay. first, like first impressions, you might not know that person, but that one small conversation, y'all might meet a year later and you're like, oh, wait, you're that guy. And boom, you're friends. Yeah. Okay. That's a really positive way and outlook on meeting new people. Well, yeah. sometimes people just need to hear something positive from a stranger. Yeah, true. Like, um, I mean, that's, have you seen that's the, gold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like videos of people writing compliments on a piece of paper, putting it in a bowl. Next thing you know, someone, like, when you pick one up, read it, write one, put it in there, and you keep that compliment, that one thing might save someone's life, so. It might. Yeah. Mm. Spend somebody's viewpoint at that given time. That's what's up. Okay. Boogie, did you expound on that at all? On the idea of, um, what? <laughs> on the... I get lost in the conversation. Well... Man, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of lost myself right now. <laughs> we were talking about something like uh, the people, weight, the but weight that came of from other, other people's, people's perceptions. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Of you. Um, I know. I also know. depends I mean, on circumstances. I, yeah, it all depends. To to me, it all depends. Okay, but if someone, I want people to be honest with me. You do. So don't. I do, honesty I do over everything. People. Yeah, I do want people to be honest. Yeah, with I wish me. people were honest. With me what too. if somebody was delivering some information to you that they knew you would have an extreme negative reaction to, Ooh. and it would be insignificant if they withheld that information from you? It'd be extremely what? As in, like you could have lived your life the same, not knowing that information they told you at all. At that point, bro, do not tell me that. Yeah, it sounds like a drama spreader. Yeah, don't go tell me that. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) You're just trying to make me upset. (laughs) Mm. Like, if I asked you, then you can tell me. But if you're just going to tell me, bro, I did not ask all that. Well, there's some people that just can't wait to tell people something they know. Yeah. And I'm not friends with those kind of people. Yeah, I try not to be (laughs) either. You know, can't hold water with a cup. (laughs) <laughs> What's that face you're making? Just <laughs> nothing. nothing. Oh. Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> triggered. No, no, not triggered. Um, hey, your question on perception. I just want to touch on that real quick, Sean. Yeah. Um, I think it's a superpower not to care what anyone thinks. Very, very big superpower. 
I think that to an extent you 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 well, I want you to explain that in a little bit here, Dres. But what I what I wanted to say was when you stop your flow and you stop your decision making process because of what other people would think or base you stop base you you stop mainly to to factor what other people would think and how you're perceived i believe is as long as you're doing the right thing the ethical thing the thing for progress and you're not you're not hurting anyone in the process or being malicious towards anyone it really don't matter what other people think because the end goal is it's better I touched it and it's better. I did it and it's better. We improved something, mm-hmm. you know. And in the end, if people don't like that, so be it. There's going to be people out here that don't like you for you. They don't like you. They're not going to like you because you're 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 go- you're growing. You're growing and glowing, and they're not going to like you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you already have that group of people that think a certain type of way about you, and and most of the time and humans just overall are guilty of it yeah i mean it's jealousy yeah it's jealousy and impression it's like we're out here people are trying to impress people who mean nothing to them why why do we do that i don't know it's just humans Mm, you know what i mean so if you just don't care i don't care what you think i'm doing this and you do it and it makes you happy and it's right it's ethical Cause I'm not the one. Who's, I'm not the one to say that. Just go do what makes you happy. Well, you know that's me telling the crackhead to go buy another rock. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like it, 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 if it's right and it's ethical, and it's good for you, aka, those are the qualifications that make you happy. Then don't don't do what other people think you should do. Who is to decide what is ethical though? Because um, some some people's terms of ethical can mean something completely different to somebody yeah. else. Morals and ethics it, it's It's all down to your personal moral code. And when you determine what your moral code is, and not saying it has to be written down or you have a saying or something, but you just... It, now, it's good to log it mm-hmm. in some way or form of having a saying or yep. or something or... You know, doing something that aligns you with your moral code, like, I don't know, meditation. People do it different ways. Meditation, walk in the park. Um, I don't know, exercise. Yep. Spending time with family. Like, things like that that align you with your personal moral code. If you have that and you recognize you have that, just the fact of having it and recognizing it, you should be pretty on the ethical side yeah, of it. I agree. Right? And, and if it feels bad probably bad it looks bad smells bad it's probably bad you know feels that, bad well like, i mean man, that goes in just that's just we, we that's just another subject it's like hmm it's like the it's like the girl it's like the lady stealing food at the grocery store mm-hmm. yeah. now we're in the aisle and we see her packing her purse mm-hmm. and she's stealing food and we say man that's a criminal yep how could she do that why don't you just pay for it? She's going to go to jail. But then you don't know that behind the grocery store, she's got three kids in a shopping cart and they're homeless. Yeah. And, 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 the, and their opportunity is so slim and everything is against them. Yeah. 
that she's just trying to feed the baby. Mm-hmm. After that, if you know that, yeah, you say, okay, I understand why it ain't right, but I understand why. Yep, right. So go back to your thing about what's ethical. Ethical. The first version is that's not ethical. Then the second version is we have to feed the kids, right? No matter what, all right. of a sudden it becomes ethical, mm-hmm. right? According to the law, it's really not ethical. It just, just deal. Dep- depends on perspective, right? Right. So. Who is to say it's ethical or not? Sean, you. You have to be in line, alignment. Everyone here. Yeah. With what's ethical. Mm. Within, against your own moral values. Okay. And the fact that you recognize it and you try to live by it, usually it's going to be on the overall ethical side. Right. You know. Yeah. So, back to the perception you really shouldn't care what other people think but at work half of its perception yeah it, work, it absolutely is you yes. know like at work if you're if you're not performing numbers wise as long as they see you working hard and you're trying like you're really trying i mean that's going to go a long way yeah. You know, your your leadership's gonna say, Well, they work hard, they bust their ass, maybe this particular role is not for them. We gotta yeah. find them where that skill but if you're just just doing just going through the flow and people can see that you're not working, then you know, it's a different story. This is a balance. But I get it. Perception, especially in leadership. Like you were talking about beta, I wanted to get into that, but I was like, oh, I can go down that rabbit hole. Leadership, all leadership is, is how people perceive you, and if you're able to convince the team mm, to charisma, move in a certain direction, charisma and stuff. That's it. I that's wish it. if you can make it, if you can make somebody feel a certain type of way where they perform in alignment with whatever goal the whole has. That's called that's leadership, and that's all. That's all perception. Yeah, you know, because we're not going to follow anybody, we're not going to listen to anybody that we don't have a good perception of. Right, you know, and and they, their skill set is them having a good perception among the people that are their subordinates, and outside people like the customer, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, Sean, you're in sales, so yeah, it's like the customer has to trust me, and have to be feel comfortable with me to spend their money with me. So, you got to be super conscious about what other people think, right. Got to be able to read people to a certain extent. Yep. That's a big part of it. Yep. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Only people that really can't, that really truly can't, don't care, or have the ability not to care and it don't affect them is the super rich and entertainers and... Yeah. Yeah, super rich. Because you think about an entertainer, let's say like Little Wayne, do you think you ever care what anyone thought about him? Probably. No. Oh, I think so. I mean, in some circumstances, I mean, yeah, but yeah, oh. like not absolute zero, but generally. Oh no! Like him and no. Eminem. Yeah, ex- yeah, Eminem didn't care. Didn't care at Little all. Little fingers up to the world. Right. And why does the world love that? Because that's what they wish they could be. Exactly. Man, I wish I can just not care. Wish I could just say what I want to say and do what I want to do. So we all have a level of perception. Yeah, that we have to maintain among everyone else. So I think only at that 
it's here. And that's only not only entertainers, you know, CEOs and everything. But even the CEOs have to do that with their shareholders and That's exactly right. Yeah. And they have they to have project to, a certain image. Yeah. So So the goal here, kids, is to be like little Wayne. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Shoot. Yeah. That's a good question though. Yeah. Um so how how would you guys define a successful person? What's your definition of a successful person? I can't put successful person on someone else. Success is like your own opinion. I have my own opinion of success, and it's where I want to get. If you're happy, you're successful. Okay. That's, that's a good one. What's your opinion, Dresden? My success, er, for me, is like um, being in a place where I can uh, sustain, sustain myself. Sustain for myself. I don't. I don't. You know what sustain means? I think that's the word, but I don't know if that's the word. Sustain. I know. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't like. Well, I mean, sustain yourself as in what do you mean? Being self-supportive. Uh, I think so. Like self-sustainable. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Being yeah. able to like care for yourself. I want to be self-sustainable. Um, and happiness does play a big role into it. Um, enjoying where you're at, being who you want to be with. Um, like it's hard for me to think about success because when I'm thinking about the future, I'm never stopping. Whenever I think ahead, like me thinking ahead is like me being in college, but me in college isn't the ending point. So success is that ending point, which I don't know what it is yet. That goes back to earlier, like there's really no ending point. Yeah, so I'm not gonna say there's no success. But I feel like success is more of peace. So, yeah, I guess success in my eyes is peace. Okay. Okay. That's, that's a good one. I guess let, me, let me challenge you guys a little bit here. Elon Musk, would you guys define him as successful? A in, successful person, I guess. In, like, society's terms? Yeah, yeah just in, like, no, 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 in your in own personal viewpoint. Do you defi- would you define someone like him as a successful person? Yes. Okay. Why? Um, he has the capability to make his own decisions okay. and do what he wants to do and say what he wants to say. Okay. And not get ripped apart about it or have to be cautious about what he's saying. He's, he's living what majority of people's ideal comfortable life would be now i don't know the man personally right so i can't say that his life is perfect or if he even views himself as successful yeah but to me that's he's successful okay all right dress um i'm with sean with like i don't know him personally right so i don't know if he's hit his success. Oh, let me call him right now. No, <laughs> you don't get his number. <laughs> I wish. But like, he he really doesn't care. Like he made his um, one of his rockets pointier because the movie was the dictator. Uh, I want to say it was spaceballs. Spaceballs. Uh, it was spaceballs. Uh, yeah. Space yeah. yeah, and it needs to be more pointier. Yeah, it, it just looks better. Yeah, yeah. he he <laughs> he did that because. He was doing his own thing. He thought right. it was funny. He put his little twist on things. He even said it might 
it didn't necessarily make the rocket better. Uh-huh. It might have made it worse, but yep. it's his own little touch to it. <laughs> and, like, he was happy with it. Right. You know, I know, like, whenever he was doing stuff with SpaceX, I've seen, like, clips of him talking about, like, uh, who are the... F- who were the first people to walk the moon? Neil Armstrong? Yeah, like those people. Yeah. And the people he looked up to, they all were like, he's crazy for what he was doing with the rockets. Like he's basically, they kind of said like he was like using them as toys. Yeah, and yeah. I do see, remember this and I want to say he got a little bit emotional about yeah, it. He like his calling. heroes were, were calling him or were, he basically felt like all the people that he looked up to in that field really? were saying that he was not going to be able to do it and didn't respect what he was doing. Yeah. Something along those lines. That, like, he showed his emotions in that. Yes. And it seemed like he might have thought he hit it, though not entirely. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, he, he got successful. He felt success in what he was doing. But then one piece of it, of what he he wanted. Approval from approval his peers. from his peers. Yeah. He didn't get that. Right. So success wasn't attained. He didn't get it in the beginning, but he has it now. After all the successful rocket yeah. launches and everything that he's doing in terms of SpaceX. Yeah, definitely. So like success in his business? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know about success at home. He might be struggling with depression or whatnot from having to carry all the weight on his shoulders. Sure. Anybody could be. Yeah, but, but, you know, my question is, is in a general broad sense, your viewpoint, do you think Elon, would you define Elon Musk as a successful person? And, you know, you've already said yes. Yeah. I mean, you can break that down even further, but I'm just asking in, in terms of like a, a shallow, shallower depth. I'm going to say yes. Okay. But it's also hard to define success on other people without using a society's point of view. Well, I'm just asking about your own personal. Personally, would you define him as successful? I'm not sure. I'm okay. like trying to differentiate that, but I, I can't. It's like not registering okay. in my head. The reason why I'm asking is whether or not you see that person as a success is because I guess the bigger question is, is like, how do you guys attain success for yourself? Like, What do you feel like? In 10 years, if you're looking back and you want to see all the memories about your success, what do you want those memories to be? How would you imagine those? What would you define them as, given your current viewpoint? And when you say success, is that like in total? Cause I can that, like that's, that's you. I can that's, be you like, that's you, that's you, you Dresden. What, what, what do you feel like you would have accomplished? So that you are successful. 4.0 plus GPA with a car. Exactly. um, Okay. Said they'd get me. And that's what's up. Okay. All right. What about you, buddy? Like, what's success to me in terms of like... Yeah, if if I could just hit fast forward right now to, let's say, 15 years in the future, and I'm asking you, what are your memories of success? What would you say those would have been if things went the way that you think they would have? And I know that's a lot of hypotheticals, but still... my version of success would be all the memories of working where I am now. That's all success to me. Work, working towards a positive thing is success. Okay. 
Is working towards a positive thing and being positive while working towards your goal the same thing? It's not the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, the overall outcome will be positive. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Like, if I'm at, like, at my hypothetical funeral, what do I want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for how hard I worked to get what I had. Nah, he was good at MK1. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I wouldn't mind that either. (laughs) But I'm just saying. (laughs) So, um, you know, I... My coworkers, whenever I was telling them that I was going to be on this thing, asking you guys some questions, they wanted me specifically to ask you guys, how is high school society like these days? I know growing up, you know, looking back, I, I went to a very small school. Um, it was a parochial school. Um, we had, a, I had graduated with a class of, I believe, like eight or nine people, which is tiny in yeah. comparison to the to the rest of the schools that are around school. here. Yeah, very, 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 very small school. I have school. 315 kids in my sophomore class. Yeah. And the freshman class is 400. Okay. Now, their question was, yeah, how is high school society set up? Like, Because back in, when from what they were telling me about their experience through high school is that everything was really clicked up. Jocks were with jocks. You know, the nerds were with nerds. You know. Yeah. Is it still like that, or, or is everybody a little bit more blended now that we have the internet and everybody shares interests? What's it like? I say um, we do have cliques, definitely. Okay. There's, there's friend groups. There's a lot of different friend groups. Okay. But that's just, like, in social life. And, like, when you dumb it down, yes, most of them, they'll be, like, popular kids, jocks, um... I wouldn't say nerds necessarily because okay. there are the kids that are smarter. Right. Um, but they haven't like, it's not a specific group because we have, we have, um, jocks right now. Like there's a, uh, I can't say his name, but there's one, um, this kid who's like really smart. Um, went to school with him for like two, three years. Okay. He's like an all a student. Um, he's a jock. I know there's, like, stereotypes saying jocks are dumb and whatnot, but a lot of them, like, now, I don't know if it's just my group or whatnot, but they're really smart. We have some that struggle, yeah. but the second they're there, they're there. Okay. What about you, Sean? What's your viewpoint on this? I think the whole thing with clicks is about the same. It's a little more mixed than it was before, but overall, I think it's about the same. And I agree with Dresden Sedo, too, with the jocks thing. Like, I have, even though he's not, like, a jock jock, I have a kid who's on the football team in my engineering class, and I have another kid in the football team who's in my AP physics class and in my dual credit writing class. So the whole stereotype of, like, jocks slash football players and big burly guys are dumb is, like, false. There's Mm. not as, or in my opinion, there's not as much the one-trick pony stereotypes. Okay. Like, everyone... Oh, yeah, I think that's gone. Everyone... Interesting. Okay. Does something contributes to something, like you can have, uh, like it might seem uncommon because like the stereotypes of the uh, high school back then, of like if you're a jock, all sporting whatnot. But some might be jocks, but like be in love with art, mm-hmm. like love yeah. doing ceramics, whatnot. Okay. And so, they're not ostracized or criticized for for having that. Mm-hmm. Like JRTC okay. kids, yeah, they might. They're like. 
wanting to be in the army and stuff, but some of them join choir. Yeah. Like, they're not letting their one thing that they're doing stop them from going out into other things. They're not letting, like, those stereotypes stop them. Man, that's very helpful. I'm I'm glad that it is, uh, you know, growing up, late 80s, early 90s, it was very, you know, the, the projection of what high school life was, according to pop media, was that everything is very segregated. Yeah. Everything's you know, closed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were a jock, that's what you were. You weren't mm-hmm. really going to be mingling with people who weren't jocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's awesome that it has changed, or at least... I know for me in my high school, I never saw any of that just because we were, it was such a small school. We all had to get along because you were always seeing the same people every single day. You didn't have a big mix of folks that you could just go and click up with. So I've always been curious about that personally as well. So I know I'm friends with people on the cheerleading team, football team, soccer, uh, tennis. Like in my, in my main friend group, uh, we have golf, Soccer, tennis, that may be it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the person on golf, they're in ceramics right now. Robotics. Uh, uh, one's on yearbook. Okay. Like, uh, hanging out at the football game yesterday, everyone's doing their own thing. They've all, like, when the time comes for, like, a football game... Um, Next time when everyone's able to be there We're probably going to hang out together like we used to Okay But whenever it comes to doing what we have to do Yeah We go do it We've got to disperse and go take care of business But it doesn't like me saying Oh you're on yearbook We don't want to be friends with you Oh you're on the tennis On the tennis team Yeah I'm good So Okay Yeah I agree with that Do you guys keep up with current events much? Kind of and de- it really depends. I uh, most of the time, no, not really. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's yeah. just a curiosity question. I for like me. hearing what y'all say at home. Okay, yeah, like, I didn't. Eastern. I didn't hear about the forest fires until, or like the Maui yeah. fires until that weekend that y'all told me, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Okay. Um, well, actually, hey, right now in Louisiana, North Louisiana, there's a lot of wildfires going on there, so I'm catching uh, up on that current. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know about that. I know about the Dito Road fires. Yeah. Oh man. What Dito happened? Dito 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 I don't even know about those. O'Neill. <laughs> there was a fire a couple of days ago. Oh man. They said they contained it, and then yesterday they had the helicopter dumping with water. A, yeah, with pulling water out of the Biloxi River and dumping it. Oh wow. Um, yeah. My and I didn't know about that until someone at work said something. Huh. In my second period, there's a kid. Uh, he's a senior, but I think he's trained to be a firefighter. Like he works there at the station. And he gets stuff on his phone. We checked it like Tuesday or so, uh-huh. and was like, "Wow, we have like ten, twenty fires mm-hmm. going on right now." Like, I didn't realize it was that common at all. And burn, a burn ban right now, especially yeah. now. It's we're what double red flag right now. Yeah, burn it's bad. Band? We're yeah. super dry right now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that. Um, but yeah, I checked my back to like the news stuff. I checked my Google like news feed. Mm-hmm. Decide to see what's going on. A lot of it, it's like based on my interest. And then sometimes stuff will slip out, like what's going on around the world. And then I'm like, oh, wow, it's crazy. Like this says, invasive apple snails are back. Wow. 
I don't I don't look up anything about snails, but that's pretty interesting. <laughs> okay. Justin, you agree another way we learn about things going on in the world is because of memes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, like, big. that's the, probably like the, the submarine thing with the Titanic. I I've heard of it, didn't really know what it was, then saw it's uh, someone posts on the, like the t- Titanic, still taking lives after so many years. I know, man. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so some funny. dark humor for you. Yeah. I try not to like feed into into it, making fun of a bad yeah. situation. But they were like, imagine so dying. There's that one or two memes come through. I'm just laughing. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> 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 laughing at it. Oh, that's Boogie, how it tell is. tell them what what do, what do I do when we sit down at the dinner table? What it's good as far as the news, keeping up with local events. Oh, you always turn the news on. Yeah, so it, we sit down. And I usually turn on. I record the the WLOX evening show. Oh, that's what's and up. we watch it. Okay. So now, do I care enough to pay attention? They they, they don't look, but every Not now and then they'd be like, "Oh, that happened." Yeah, oh. I did. yeah. Whitney calls me an old man for always wanting to watch the news. I mean, you got to know what's <laughs> going on. I used to like watching like GMA with my grandparents in the morning. Getting ready for church. Okay. And yeah. I got rid, rid of cable, and I'm like, no more Good Morning America. You like Good Morning America? It was boring, but when you're waiting, you're all dressed up waiting for church, just sitting there, just something to watch. That's and you nice. always learn something new, see what's going on around I lo- the world. I love Good Morning America, man. It's we a good show. To, we used to watch, uh, what was it? The, the What's the place that has the, the news that has a C in it? CNN. Yeah, CNN. Um, they have, like, five ten minute videos that they used to make of stuff going around the world um i used to watch them every single day in my in my sixth grade social studies class mm-hmm. for for like recess instead of going outside sometimes it's raining it's too hot or something we watch those videos tell us what's going on around the world what's been happening the day of the election because uh, that was 2020 that was that year, so that's when they were electing a new president. Mm-hmm. We watched clips of that, and we like did, um, did a lesson on like how politics work, uh, democracy, and whatnot. Because kids were like, "Why do they have to do this? Like, can't they just go, go through with it?" And we had to explain to them like, it's, you, "There's a process to everything." Mm-hmm. And then we had an entire like session of type of governments and whatnot. And lear- learning about government is really interesting. Mm. Like, dictatorships, they're bad, but some if they have the right idea, they can become better than anything else. Like, some kid in my second period talked about the perfect dictatorship, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Hmm. The perfect dictatorship? Yeah, it sounds it sounds odd. Yeah, it sounds yeah, no, odd. that's a real, like, social idea, is the idea of a perfect dictatorship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, what, what Hitler did... Terrible. I'm not going to support that. What, who did? Uh, Hitler. Oh, um, yeah, definitely not. Dictatorship. Um, is there a dictatorship in Russia? I'm pretty... Sh- I mean, it, it depends on your like viewpoint. It's shaky Okay. Technically, he's, I believe, the president. The president, okay. Yeah, or president equivalent, however you want to say it. Yeah, I don't know how that kid described it, but everyone was like, wow, that honestly doesn't sound like a terrible idea but that's the thing with a lot of governments like communism doesn't sound bad on paper but yeah. in action it sounds it's horrible Un- until one thing happens that interferes with what you want to do or how you want to do it and then it's terrible mm-hmm. yeah so it's only perfect if you have 
people are subjective to it and fall right. in line with and it. everyone thinks the same exact thing. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. That's why yeah. America's America. Yeah. We can say what we want to say with repercussion. Yeah. We can do what we want to do, usually with repercussion, but we can without being stoned yeah, or it's hung just not or beheaded happening. for it. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Or having the police kick in your door because you decide to have DVDs. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Hearing yep. the North Korea stuff is wild. Um, yeah, that's the control, uh, man. Yeah, it's just control. I mean, we have some uh, in our society today. We do have some functioning things of socialism in place, such what's as socialism? the fire department. The fire department is a socialistic idea. Wait, what's socialism? Yeah, what's been socialism? About it, to like, the, so like socialism is. I don't, I don't know how to define it in a strict definition. There you go. Google it up for me, Dress. Yes. Google be thy friend. <laughs> okay. Um, Look, real, real quick. Yeah. I found this. When I was young. Ooh. I had and, the same and, one and, at the house. No <laughs> one. Look, I'm holding right now Webster's New Collegiate Dictionary. When we didn't have the internet, I know we're going back to the beginning of this. My dad was like, look up a word in the dictionary and tell me what it's about. <laughs> And yeah. I thought about doing that with y'all guys. I just haven't got to it. Yeah. But this is good to have around. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, go ahead, Dress. Um, okay. There's <laughs> a short and long one. I'll read the long one first. A political and economic theory of social organization which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. So it's basically saying people control the government. Uh, not necessarily. Okay, Go this, ahead, read the short definition. This is policy or practice based on the political and economic theory of socialism. Okay. All right. So the the reason why I say the fire department is a uh, socialist construct is because everybody pays in for that one general service. Okay, it's not ran like a business. This says socialism is a political ide- ideology that aims to make people equal. Okay. So, yeah, everybody has equal access and should have equal response from the fire department. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody pays into it, mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not you know it or not. And even taxes? for the people who don't pay in to taxes, still have access to the fire department. It is very much a socialistic construct. Same thing can be said for the police department. Same thing can be said for ambulance services. So, I mean, like, we have elements of socialism built into our core structure here. Not all socialism is bad, and I am not one to advocate for socialism at whatsoever. I am truly a capitalistic type of person. Same. Um, but I, I, I can also admit that, you know, there are elements from all these other governmental setups that could help our current society without actually switching over to it completely. Yeah. Right. We switch over to completely then we justify some lazy people continuing to be lazy. Right. So is socialism like the idea of like having the service out for free for everyone regardless of like economic yeah, scenario? Uh, right. I, I I think so. Um sorry I'm not a uh, expert on <laughs> different types of government. Yeah, this this week we learned about um like 1700s okay. with uh, I think it was like John Locke John Locke L-O-C-K-E. it rings a bell I okay. forgot remind me about this um, he he had stand, like his stands on politics and whatnot uh, made the Declaration of Independence 
Does huh. that make sense? Like, oh yeah, yeah his, I know what you're talking about. Locke's ideas were were just thoughts and theories thrown out. Okay, but who who made the Declaration of Independence again? Well, didn't Benjamin Franklin write that thing? No, it was huh? for, it was a uh, uh, James Madison question mark. I don't. I feel like I should go back to school for this. <laughs> this should be something I should know as an American. <laughs> Y'all lost me all the way, so don't okay, feel bad. Um, who wrote it? Independence. It was Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. I'm yeah. dumb. I should have known Okay, yeah. I know okay. it's Jay. So Jefferson, J Dog, <laughs> J Dog wrote it. <laughs> I know. Wrote some bars down on a piece so of paper. So Jefferson heard Locke's ideas somehow, some way, uh-huh. and Jefferson put that into play to become. Um, independent from the British, which okay. started the American Revolution. Okay, or that ended the American Revolution. Something along it has something started. Started, um, started that, and then the British are like we don't like this because we were using it all. Okay, it's kind of how it went. But Locke's ideas really fueled um, that. We went over. Um, we went over this in class with like the Declaration of Independence and talking about how this intertwines with John Locke's point of views and whatnot. And because John Locke was talking about the equality of man and like how we have natural rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. and the government should protect these rights. Okay. And Locke was the idea. Like Lark was saying, this this is what should happen, and Jefferson said, this is gonna happen. Mm. So that that was pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, the government's still trying to figure it all out. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had it a little figured out for a little bit. I think, anyways. Mm. All right. Let's switch gears just one more time. Okay. If you guys knew the world was going to end in the next year, how would you spend the rest of your time? Doing I don't nothing. like these mm. questions. Doing like nothing. The, I hate the end of the world okay. questions. Mm. Does everyone know the world's ending, or, or just, just me? Um, yeah, because I'm about to take the biggest loan out and go stunt <laughs> if no one knows. How about we we get? How about you guys give me answers for both scenarios? Okay. If everybody knew, and then if you only knew, and you knew to an absolute certainty, it's not a guess. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. If I was the only person that knew, I'd probably still go about life the exact same way. Interesting. Um, Why? Because if I'm at peace with the way things are now and I can't make a big enough change, change them, I might do this, like, I might step out and step out of my comfort zone and do something that I wanted to do, talk to someone that I wanted to talk to, um, really, like, do something, like, like, bucket list type thing. Okay. Um, and if I know it's going to end, then just live it to the fullest in the way that it's going. Because if you try to change it, change what's going on, like if you're like, okay, like Sean said, I'm going to take out the biggest loan or something, and you go crazy with yeah. it, that might like fizz out in six months, and then the rest of the six months you're done. Like, yeah, but then after that next six months, world's over anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely okay Still, with that. Are you happy? I don't know. Like. I'd I mean, can be, you be happy knowing that it's the end? Yeah, it's worrying. I know. I'm. I think I'm scared of like death. What happens after? Because unknown. I don't like the unknown. Well, why really? would you be scared of the unknown? You don't know it. I'm, it's like turning off the lights and running from the boogeyman. That's not. Yeah, there. I don't. I don't, I'm not a fan <laughs> of like the dark. 
like not knowing what's there is like really scary for me than knowing that hey there's a clown standing right there like yes that's scary but there could be like 20 of them you know what I mean <laughs> like you don't know man there could be somebody standing out the door waiting for all of us so are you, you scared know. of the concept of like the deep ocean like is that yes. like number I, one phobia when I can't see the when I can't touch the sand or I can't see through like when we went to the beach that one time I'm on edge the whole time I might be having fun but I absolutely hate <laughs> it <laughs> mm. alright what about you Boogie what would I do yeah if I knew the world would end a year from now yeah I'm doing everything there's no concern. There's there's no concern for you. There's no... Wh- how will this affect me in five years? There ain't gonna be no five years. All right. All right. Imagine doing that, like, right on the paper. What where do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? We, I ain't growing yeah, up. Yeah, I'm we like... ain't growing up. I'm living <laughs> what I got to the fullest. And last day, I'm doing nothing. That's how it's gonna go. You don't want to spend it with nobody? All right, I can dig it. Would you tell people... Would I tell people? Yeah, would you That's tell people? That's a good question. And would you try to convince them that this is no. this is the last year? They would never believe you. They wouldn't believe me. Okay. Also, how do we know? I don't know. It's, 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 it's a yeah, hypothetical. It's, it's, it's just a hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What about you, Francis? Okay. I would knock out my bucket list. Or I would shorten my bucket list. Yeah. I would make it realistic. Um. I would have a one-on-one conversation with everyone and that would be to to reminisce on the good stuff the good things and talk about anything that might have been a bad thing and squash it okay um so that would be so resolutions that, yeah that would be coming to peace with myself um i would probably Take out a massive loan, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like go and go play. Yeah, um, get you that one gun you want. <laughs> all the modifications on it, uh, uh, toys, um, <laughs> toys and experiences. Um, talk with family, and um, spend a lot of time with family. Is the that world would, ending yeah, or are you dying? More. The world. The world's the world. ending. The world okay. is ending. Yeah, I mean that's almost the same thing though. Uh, your no, world you can't yeah it's like your world well no if, if so the reason why i say it's not the same is because if you know that the world is ending then you know that anything that you do disturb create destroy in your last bit of time there that's the end for everything there's no effects lingering after yeah. everything's done yeah, yeah that's I, why like you know people who have uh you know get diagnosed with cancer you've only got six months to live they can go out do everything that everybody just said here right mm-hmm. go out take out a massive loan go live it up to the fullest but then when their life passes that debt is passed on their family that's exactly right yeah there's consequences yeah. left behind that's why the the question is if the world were to end not yeah just you. like if i was just to die i wouldn't take out a massive loan if yeah. it was just me dying. But if the world's ending, I'd take out the massive loan. I'd probably do okay. the same thing, but make more of an effort to make an impact on people. If it was just me dying. Because I feel like the impact of your life, I guess say legacy. Mm-hmm. Legacy is something that every human being worries yeah. about, whether or not it's they're fully conscious of it or not. Like, it would suck to be close to those people, because then you're gone, and that might not be a hole they can fill. But... Even so, I think the fact that 
you have all the, it's like the experience of memories. Mm-hmm. Winnie loves memories. Like yeah. going out and doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more than like this one thing you bought with the um yeah. here or there. Yeah. For sure. And so if but it was just me dying, I I'm better in relationships. Like talking to everybody, like talking to family. Like I definitely want to go try to go to the Philippines, see family, meet yeah. them, yeah. make sure they know who I am. Like okay. what not. What yeah, you the, the memories, yeah, I agree with you. What would I do in terms of my that that question that I asked? Yeah, okay. If I knew the world was going to end, honestly, I'm I'm mirroring a bunch of what y'all said. I'm going out. I'm taking the biggest loan. I'm trying to talk to everybody that I've ever met. I'm trying to talk to anybody who would want to talk to me. Um, I guess one of my biggest things that I would be doing is trying to travel. I'd want to see the world. As much as as much of it as my eyes can take in, I want them to take it in, and I would want that to be a shared experience with the people that I love. Because mm-hmm. for me, a memory is only as good as how many other people remember that memory with you. Mm-hmm. In people's Ooh, lives, you know, wow. yeah, yeah. In, in memories better when you have family around. That's it. You know, I have I have my own personal memories of you know time situations, things that I've done, places that I've traveled to by myself. But the better memories are always the ones where it's a shared experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if y'all y'all know the if y'all know the world's gonna end, would y'all rather be asleep when it happens or awake? Not knowing how it's gonna end, would sleep. you rather be asleep or awake? I'm being asleep. I mm. think I'd oh, be asleep. Well, I let curiosity keep me up. I'd probably... Hang on, say that question one more time. I'm trying to work out the details of this. You knew the world was going to end. Like, okay. the same question. Okay. 12, uh, 12 a.m. or 11.59. Okay. That minute hits, it's over. Okay. Do you... Um, would I rather be asleep or awake for it? Would you rather be asleep or awake for it? Because you don't you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to wake up during it. You don't know if you sleep in... Or for all you know, you sleep, you shut your eyes, you don't open them. But yeah. if you're awake, that means, in my opinion, you still had thoughts going. You still, you're in the mid-thought. You don't know if the world's going to explode or what. Hmm. What if it just goes all black while you're still awake? Does it feel like you just fell asleep? I mean, you won't feel anything. You're dead, but. All right. That curiosity. I understand that. Yeah, that curiosity scares me. So that you see what I mean by like scared of death? I'd be I think asleep. me personally, I'd probably honestly I'd probably be asleep anyways. But yeah, yeah, I think I'd probably prefer to be asleep. Well, part of my big loan I would spend on a hardening shelter. Oh my god. <laughs> I would probably live it out for nine months and then I'd be like, All right, last three months, take the ones I love and be like, hey guys, y'all might think I'm crazy. You don't know this, but the world's ending, and I got thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I'm building a you. storm shelter, and maybe just the fact of me doing that might be like, well, you might be on to something. That's, or, yeah, that's convincing. Or just in case, or Goodbye, or I would, I would switch. Silo. I would switch the story around. And be like, you know, the world's ending, but I have some buddies in the military that told me that we're gonna get nuclear attacked. At this date, and then the people would be like, "Okay, well, that makes sense." Not, right. not the world ending, and then even I, though you know that that's not going to yeah, happen, right? Still, okay, right. And then so I, would, so I would, I would try. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be telling it to certain people. Yeah, I mean, the bunker ain't for everybody. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> now the question: so, I would, I would, I, me being a like a planner and trying to project it, I would probably be in a bunker when it happened. Okay, so now the question that you're gonna that the other part: if everyone knew, how would you react? And if the every, world would be in chaos, yeah, it would be. I think if everyone knew, we wouldn't enjoy the last year here. We no. would we would be fighting till the end. Mm-hmm. I I wish and defending till the end. If I knew, if everyone knew, I wish people had the same idea of what's going to happen. If it's the end, make the most of it. Because like if it was till the end and everyone knew, I'd probably try to do the same thing. If I knew, hey, this is the last time I'm going to see this person, and that's the last time they're going to see me, like, spend it to the fullest. But people are too, like, people are afraid of dying, and they don't know what comes next, so they don't want to leave what they already have. So I feel like that's the, like, main cause of the mass hysteria and craziness. Mm. I feel like a lot of people more view it as... The world's going to end in a year. There are no repercussions for what I'm going to do or what's going to happen in, in any sort of way or form. It's not a it's not a fear. It's a freedom. That's how I view death. I don't view death as it's uncertainty and I don't know what's next. I view death as I'm gone. Thank goodness I'm gone. Okay. That, I feel like that goes into like morals and ethics wow. between each person. Because there is so much stuff that happens in life. The next step, it could be bad. It could be good. But there's no point about worrying about something that I don't even know what's going to happen. Why'd you be reincarnated as a rock? If you believe in that. (laughs) Hey, bro, it is what it is. Because I didn't choose that. And it wasn't my fault that it happened. It just is what it is. That's how I view death. Death is not something to be afraid of. It's something to be willing to accept when the time comes. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything after that is, it is ex- what it is. is. Extra, yeah. Would you want to live a life with all the memories you had from your past one? Oh like, yeah, you would. If you like, if you knew Mm-mm. the world was going to end, you had all of those relationships. World ended, reborn, and you had the memories of your past life. Would you want to like, like, uh, redo it all? Like restart a new life with all your memories? Yeah. Yeah, but with well, like with like the same present people possible to achieve, or a new band of people, a new band of people. Yeah, but you yeah. start pretty much reincarnation with memory, right? Yeah, Is- yeah, Isakai, I would. Isakai, anyways. Mm. I don't know that I, I would. I don't know that I would. And the reason why I, I say that I don't know that I would is because I would be probably a pretty sad person. I'd, I'd be severely. I can look impressed. back on my memories and 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 think back to how much happiness joy there is in it and to you know go through an entire lifetime of experience end it come back with that same memory and knowledge of that experience longing to talk to those people longing to be around those people Mm -hmm. um i think it'd just be it'd be pretty sorrowful i think it would be for a bit and then i would come to the realization that it is what it is Okay. And then I would have the advantage of remembered skill set and 
That's r- true. Remembered now that how part, to handle yeah. things, and then I would make the best of it. And hit news headlines. You know, genius baby, already graduating genius college. <laughs> and then you know, I would be like you know Stephen Hawking smart, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then be Elon Musk, be Elon and and Stephen at yeah. the same time. You bro. know, and you're like, how's this dude? This dude's an alien, and I'm like, hmm. well, it is. They don't know. They ain't gonna know. You know? <laughs> so here's another random question. We've seen these in movies where, and they're doing this now, people passing away and they're getting frozen, mm-hmm. they're getting flash frozen, maybe we'll figure it out one day. Well, your 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 memory and your mental image, your mental hard drive, it's flashed. If it, were, if it came to a point where you can, where you're dying and they can flash your memory digitally... Okay. To an to an online, not online, it's online, just to a digital presence. Like a screen AI, to view it. It could download your mind and you. Would you do that? No. And and, and would you want to, and, and that's stored and they figured it out. And they can recreate you with a cloning process or you start over in a new body. Would you want, and I guess that would be the same thing. Would you want to be flashed that's onto like, the new thing? That's like the equivalent of immortality. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't would, want to be I immortal. Would not. Is everyone immortal or just you? Let's just say, I guess, you know, we're talking hypothetical. Hypothetically, you are the only person given this offer. No, absolutely not. No. I, uh-uh. I, would, I think I would hit it like legitimately. I, when people start playing as God okay, is when I'd rather step up take a step back um i find beauty in like human life like okay. the whole entire process sucks sometimes you know getting all this and then just dying but um i think just the processes of going through it is really important and if you take that away because i think the fact that you kn- know or you have the idea that you may uh you may die i guess um, like it will end one day. Mm-hmm. That sets not a time limit, but in my head it sets a feeling of I, I want to do this because I might not be able to do it again. If you have immortality, you can just wait all eternity to do something. But you also know that people around you aren't gonna last as long. So I don't know. Yeah, that's where it's bad. People around you won't last as long as you will. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I would hate to like go to a relationship grow old with them except i don't grow old they yeah. do it's like having a dog it oh that's a really you good build a, a, re- a really good Tight relationship yeah. with this dog you get really close to them and in 10 plus years they're gone you can't control that yeah yeah and you're absolutely right that that sucks it really sucks yeah mm. what about y'all I, I would do the forever thing until i couldn't do it Wow, what do you mean? Until you could who it's until not, it gets to the point where it's like there's no value in life because there's mm-hmm. a forever and there's a respawn. Yeah. So now the, the game is boring because I could just respawn and get right back to where I was. <laughs> yep. So the game's boring. I'm gonna turn it off. I would. I would try it. I would try it. Try it for at least one cycle until I couldn't do it no more. Until I was a madman, and okay. then I would. And then I would. I don't. Know, I would end it. Smash your hard drive. No. <laughs> yeah, I would hit defragment and then 
factory reset. <laughs> <laughs> or like I would find a way to factory reset myself. Oh. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. Uh, I'm. I would need to answer that question after I've lived this life. That's a good point. If right. if I feel like I get to the end and I'm satisfied with what I've done in my life and the memories that I have, I probably wouldn't. But if I get to the end and I feel unsatisfied, then I probably would try to go for a reboot. Yeah, but if you were satisfied, mm-hmm. that's essentially saying, am I ready to die and yeah. guarantee that I'm not going to experience anything else? Or I'm, 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 I'm pretty confident I'm going to feel like crap living the next life knowing about this this life um Mm. so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm gonna avoid with i'm gonna avoid all of that i'm gonna avoid thinking i'm gonna feel bad even though you most likely will yeah you know you're not gonna try it i'm just gonna like i'm good with this i don't i don't think anyone would i don't think anyone Mm. would say i'm ready to die unless you just really just in a dark place well i mean you know you often hear stories well, I don't know about often, but everybody has heard at least one story of somebody being on their deathbed and being surrounded by their family and at the very end feeling a sense of joy, sense of fulfillment, sense of accomplishment over mm-hmm. their life. Just seeing the legacy that is left behind mm-hmm. because of them. I feel like if I get to that end stage of my life and I have something similar, I don't think I would feel... Like I missed out. Like I, I yeah, you I know, agree with satisfaction. That. I feel like would be there enough for me to say no. I don't need a re- or a redo. Okay. What about your grandkids? Grandkids. I mean, sure. I'd love to be around for them. I'd love to influence them. But at the same time, humans aren't meant to live forever. Oh yeah, for sure. You know. And on top of that, you know, uh, what is life without an ending? Right. I feel like ideas can be outdated. Uh, like Ideas can definitely be outdated. So, like, my great-great-great-grandfather, uh-huh. he might be alive to influence our actions, but their way of thinking is just, it's Antiquated. Not, what? Their, their way of thinking would be antiquated because they're from a different generation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that word means. Okay, like... Basically, They're on Windows 95 still. Yeah. Oh. Basically saying, <laughs> our, if people from that far ago were, were still here to influence us, us as a humanity would be stagnant. Would be stag- we'd be, yeah. This would be us, yeah, not yeah. be it. We'd still be getting the pail going down to the river, getting a bathroom. Yep. Yeah. Exactly yep. how it would be. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting to have all that, be able to see all your family members. Maybe if it's like, you know, you'll have talked about consciousness and like a hard drive, being able to live forever. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't living forever and having AI with the way your great grandparents or your friend or like a past friend that have died, if you, you, if you get their memories and consciousness from the time they died, so that they're that form of personality could still give you ideas in certain scenarios. Like, um, I, I guess I, I can refer to the Bible. They say the Bible does not have specifics for everything, mm-hmm. but its ideas can maybe be aligned with 
what might be happening from a like, uh from a well, they're talking about whittling down concepts so that yeah. you can get to the platitudes where they do make sense to each other. Yeah, like kind of like that. Um, but if you like get consciousness of like an old family member that passed away before you got to meet him, um, but that everyone talks so greatly about them, you want to talk to them. You want to hear what they're like. Hearing stories is nice, but hear, being able to know how they thought is even cooler. Okay. That's fair. But still, I wouldn't want them to live forever. That makes yeah. sense. Mm. What about you, Sean? What was the question we asked about? Oh, yeah, immortality. Yeah, the whole thing, immortality. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't want to live forever. There's too much. That's like you said about the dog thing. Mm-hmm. If I want to live forever, I want everyone around me to live forever. Yeah, you want your people with you. Exactly. Yeah. What is, what is my success if I can't share it with the people that I care for? So is that your definition of success? Being able to share I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's the same thing as being happy. I mean, that's what's ha- that's what's happiness to me is to have my people thrive with me. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about um, what about y'all's opinions on the hypothetical scenario that everyone has this option to upload themselves into a hard drive and be given a new body? Would you still would you do it then? If, if, if everyone, everyone had the option, was, yeah, everyone had the option. I would. Yeah, at I, that point, I would be I that. Would. I would be that test dummy. That's like, just the way. I, that's just the way I am. I feel like it would like, be a lot of conflicting families. Oh yeah, it's because let's say you want to, but um, Sean might not. You don't want to. I or I wouldn't want to live forever without him. Like if I, me, Sean, and I had the option, and Niall was like, "Yeah, I want to do it," and me and him were like, "No, we don't want to." Like, if she still want to do it, I don't. I I can see, right? Know, like, if I like want to do it, and those two didn't want to do it, yeah. I didn't want. I wouldn't want to make them do it, but I also wouldn't want to live without them. Mm. So it gets weird. Like, live forever with your friends and family, um, by not forcing them against their will, but like, kind of pressuring them into doing, guilting it. them into guilting it, guilting them into doing yeah. it. Well. To me, that goes back to the, why don't we just call our friends because we have a phone in our hand. Yeah. yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's very, very true. It's like, okay, you can live forever. So, all right, you're here. But what's the quality of life? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, the life the forever, Knowing forever is putting it off forever. You know? Knowing your homework ain't, your, your final assignment is not due for four weeks mm-hmm. means putting it off until the fourth week. Yeah. yeah, that's how I'm saying. About you know death. what I mean? Deadlines, so quality of life, and yeah, you're gonna have conflicting views on that. But I'm just trying to bring this back circle to quality of my life right now with like what's really gonna happen. You know, we have to elevate that. So if if everyone knows that they're gonna be downloaded again and reincarnated again, or however the process may go, are we living that quality of life right now? Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, are we making the memories and are we putting the, bo- the most into it to where we're on our deathbed and we're like, okay, I'm content. You can turn the light off now. Yeah. Are right. we? We wouldn't. Right? If we had that option, we wouldn't have the drive to finish everything within a lot of time period anymore. Right. It would just be, I'll get to it when I get to it. Right. So that's where it's really at. It's like, 
like you said, the unknown scares you. Well, I would feel less scared if I knew and I did what I can now. So that the unknown is like, well, bring that, bring it on. Because yeah. I did everything. I did, I did 100%. You've maximized your potential now. Right. And I think that's right. why I'm trying to put my 100%. I acted like the world's going to end in, the, in a year now. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if it's going to end or not. Because at the end of the year, the world can end tomorrow. You could pull out in the intersection and boom, you're tapped. That's I know like You know what I'm saying Baptist religion They think You build a relationship with God Because you don't know When your last day is I feel like if people lived Not knowing when their last day was They'd be putting more of an all into it Yeah And we're all We're all Guilty of Not doing 100% But you know Others try more And it's just all about You know Your personal What do you want to do personally about it You're going to try a little harder or not Right Yeah That's it Hmm. Yeah, that's. I think we've talked about a lot more on this episode (laughs) than the last one I was on. Uh, I'm gonna go to my room, look at the mirror, and like, (laughs) who am I? (laughs) Punch the mirror. (laughs) You like the matrix? Gonna touch the mirror? It turns the liquid. What's the end of the uh, Tropic Thunder? Where? (laughs) Oh yeah, I know. (laughs) Lazarus realized that he's not a black dude. Uh. Those are good questions, though. I'm, like, curious on the other ones you had, Sean. Like, I don't have to dive into them, but you, know, you got a long list over there. Yeah, that's... You I know, don't think maybe, we maybe we'll do, like, another one. Like Part another two. Episode. I mean, I, I can, I can share, you, share this list to you whenever you want, man. man I just mean, read them out I'm, loud. I'm constantly... So, I know the listeners want to know. Well, there were only a handful that uh, I didn't get to. So, okay. down here, I've got one. Um, if you had to only choose one, would you rather have fame or fortune? You only could have one. Okay. What's fortune? Fortune. Wealth. Wealth. Money. Fame brings you money. Fame can, Fame but it can. doesn't always. No oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I understand. Yep. So, it's one of those things. Do you, do you value more of the popularity aspect of life, or do you value more the um, financial side of things? What if I like fortune friends? Like, what, is it your personal like opinion, fortune, or like? Yeah, fortune? it's you. What would you rather have? I know that no, like, he means fortune. like the definition, definition of fortune. Of fortune. Like, uh, that's one of the I'm talking that, strictly monetary. Yeah, money, 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 money. Huh, I don't know. Really, you yeah. don't know? I, as much as I love money, I don't want to become popular. So I guess in that, money, so then bro. you would rather choose money. Yeah, I think. You know how many problems money. you can okay. solve with money? Yeah, yep. and they I mean, say money ain't everything, but shh. you can silence people with that stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> money ain't everything; it's happiness. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. money takes care of the problems that block your happiness. Yep, it's exactly. money, bro. And whoever wants to argue that, come on the show. Exactly. People like <laughs> we, we money really can't do anything. Money can make people stop talking. Money can make people talk. Bro, like, you can save lives with money. Mm-hmm. That too. The family that you want to talk to, they don't want to. They, they don't want to talk to you or visit you because they can't. They can't financially come see you. Yeah, they can't take off of work. They can't buy the plane ticket. Yeah, they. You know, it. It. it everyone's in. People are in survival mode. The money can bring the family together. To and that fix. could save someone's life. Right. Yep. You know. All right. Here's another one. Is there a memory you can point to that you would say had the biggest impact on who you are now? Oh, dang. Ooh. Okay, I do have one. I'm Defining not moments. About, dang. 
Dang, this is so freaking deep. Golly. Okay, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's go ahead and knock this one out. I mean, can't leave this lingering. <laughs> well, it's y'all's vote. You know, well, you, here for, you, you have to word Sean, that out. And Boogie and Dresden, y'all can choose to answer this or we can save it for later. The memory question? Yeah. Is there a memory that you can point to that you would say had the biggest impact on who you are now? So it's kind of a yes or no, and it's kind of an explanation. Kind of need both. I ain't got no answer, Chief. I'm sorry. All right, fair enough. No, Sean, you just don't want to say your answer. No answer or refusing respectfully to answer this one. It's a mixture of both. I don't really have a. I'd have to really dig and think. Oh, so it's not on your mind. You're not holding back. You just can't think of something. Yeah, like I have too much stuff. I don't know. Okay. I don't think about memories until something triggers it. Okay. So. What's one that's that's triggered for you multiple times? Or do you have one that's triggered for you multiple times? Um, Like today? Well, just in general. In your life. Thinking back right now. I'm asking you this question. What's the one memory that you can say that has often popped up in your mind? I have no idea. Because okay. usually memories come back out, like when we went to Universal. Uh-huh. That was a memory. That was a reoccurring memory for that year. Okay. After about that year or so, it's still there, but not as common in my head. Thinking about, like, and it depends on the question and whatnot, the situation, my mind's like, okay, this is similar to this situation, and this is what happened then. Like, thinking back on, like, cause and effects of stuff. The, I know the memory of the memories I've thought about the most today, mm-hmm. conversation with friends and seeing people because mm-hmm. it's made me really like that, like think about people I spent time with, not talking to people, actually talking to people and whatnot. So I would very general answer, Dresden. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's know hard to be very get specifics out of you. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Oh, yeah, you're 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 having these very politic answered. <laughs> Overall, media trained. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, good job on being media trained, but you I know, I don't know what media trained. Tell means. me what you're. Tell me. Well, I can. Okay, so I'll give you guys an example. One one uh, memory in my life that I've often thought back to. Uh, I believe I was in the seventh grade. Um, again, I told you guys I went to an extremely small school. Uh, I had this one kid uh, that year. We had to share lockers that year. We had an influx of students for some reason. Our particular class had to share lockers. Um, the guy that I was sharing a locker with, for some reason, we ended up having some sort of beef going on. And I remember sitting at the lunch table one day and he was going in on me. Um, just, you know, saying all kind of wild shit. Mm. And I stood up at that table in front of all my classmates, and I was like, look, dude, if you got a problem, let's settle it right here, right now. That was my William Wallace moment of the seventh grade. I stood up to him. He was damn near twice my size at the time. And, you know, I decided to, to do it in front of everybody. If it's going to happen, everybody's going to know about it, and we're going to do this right here. So I stood up, and I told him, you know, whatever problem you got, let's settle it right now. If we need to throw, let's throw. If you if we need to go that route, let's do it. Otherwise, let's talk this stuff out. Let's let's get it buried. 
and he didn't stand up. I knew, like, in the back of my mind, I knew this kid could take me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I decided to stand up, stand up for myself in that moment because I needed, I needed it to end one way or the other. Whether I was going to get pounded into the ground or if I was going to be victorious, I just, one way or the other, I needed, it, I needed all the drama to stop. And ultimately, it was a good thing because he saw a different side of me. He knew that he couldn't push me around anymore after that moment. It was a defining moment for me in my life. It's one of the memories that I draw from. Mm. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, so is there a memory in your life that you can look back to like that, draw inspiration or, or you, you I know, guess the learn memory, the lesson or something? Like memory slash situation. Yeah. It's definitely the past two years of like me. I am not always in control. Mm. That's what fuels the optimism. Okay. Because I know I'm not always in control. I know I can't control everything, but I'm still going to try. Like, yeah. So what was that memory? What was it? I don't know if I can go on the specifics on here. That's fine. Like, can you generalize it? Probably not. Yeah. (laughs) If you have to think about it, then no. Okay. Um, Fair enough. It's stuff stuff I've talked to both of y'all about. um, Okay. About like knowing how much I really should put into something. And knowing how much I'll get back. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and it weighs on things that I think about, like um, daily life decisions. Okay. Can you generalize your Sean? I think I know yours. What if I have learned? What if I have learned? I can't give a situation to like why I learned this, but I can say probably a core realization for me is that I have the option to choose how people treat me. I have have the option to give rebuttal. I don't have to cave in. I don't have to make people feel better. That's right. Yeah, it's definitely not your responsibility Mm -mm. to be in charge. I felt like it was for the longest time, but I've realized... You gotta piss. I people can't off save you. I can't so. save you. I can't save. You. <laughs> That's exactly how it I is. I can't save you. Hmm. <laughs> what did you say, Daddy? He said, I'd "Piss what? You gotta piss people off sometimes." For yeah. You. Yeah. People aren't gonna be aren't, aren't are not gonna be happy with your decisions. Yep. And that's going back to not caring about what people think sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing I've and learned. And that goes to Sean's thing. Like, people are not going to run over you either. Oh, yeah. But what about yours, Francis? Yeah, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> I know you do. Huh? So I know you do. Yeah. Spin one for us. Just one. Doesn't Just have to be the one. biggest. Just give us one that you draw from a lot. One that I draw from a lot. Um... See, let me go with one I never had before. We, I was in a gas station with my mom when I was young. And these drunk dudes were catcalling her in front of me. And, you know, saying stuff about her. And then she had her wedding ring on. But, you know, they're drunk dudes and they didn't care. And mm-hmm. they did it with me there. And I was 12, 13. I was at the age where... I was raging puberty, mm. and I felt like 10 feet tall. 
Yep. <laughs> and um, I was mad. My mom was scared. And, you know, when your mom is scared, you don't, especially at the age you guys are at, you don't get scared with your mom. You get defensive. That's it. Like, well, if she's scared, then somebody else needs to be scared. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I felt. And um, I was going to say something, but mom just grabbed me and we, we kind of scurried out of the gas station. Okay. Um, at that moment, I realized that women are vulnerable in the world and they need to be treated with a degree of respect. And um, I think that moment I decided... I didn't think about it like, oh, I'm not going to do it. But I decided that women shouldn't be treated like that and be catcalled, mm. you know. Yeah. So that's just out of respect, out of respect for women in general and because it happened to my, to my mom live. And I remember how the way it made me feel. So, you know, when I see other people do that, I think it's the most, one of the most stupidest things in the world. I, I take it personally, even though if I'm away from the situation... You know, I've had girls harassed by mm-hmm. dudes. Hey, hey, shorty. Hey, 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 stop, stop. Come here. All in their face and stuff. Damn this, you know. What's up? I I, I just can't stand it. It, it. it gets to me. So that was kind of the defining moment for me to realize. Okay. I added that to my list of rules for myself. And I was like, not going to do that. Right. Because they can do it to the wrong person and get tapped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, talk to the wrong dude's mom and let them find out and get tapped. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And the way I felt at that time, dudes were bigger than me, but I felt like I could take them. Yeah. <laughs> Might not have won, but they'd at least be feeling you in the morning. Hey, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I was, I just, I had just watched the Jet Li movie not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I got a ton of I got a ton of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know you. Ton do. of those moments. Yeah. You got moments like those from Pine Hills. Man, a lot of them are from Pine Hills. Majority, probably. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I learned about the SWAT team watching a SWAT team bust in the house, two houses oh down. We Ooh. sat on the front porch and just watched it. I was like, "Dang, that's tight. That's cool." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they rolled up, hit the brakes, hit the brakes so hard the truck skid a little I'm bit. Talking like, I'm talking like, oh, blacked a full, out a SUV full, uh, trap house, trap house bust down. And Oof. the first dude, the first dude got out of the back, back probably was like a Tahoe or something. Got out the door rammer. Mm-hmm. He was like the first one out, but of course they all kind of got at the same time and spread yeah, out. You like spread as like soon that. as he got out, didn't even yell or nothing, just. Ran to the front door. Boom. They so rammed open, threw a flashbang in there, and they was in. Did you well, hear did you the flashbang? Oh, yeah. Loud? Yeah, we watched the whole thing. We were we were raking the front yard. And Dang. my dad was like, sit down, sit down. And we just sat down. We just watched it. I was like, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like How watching TV that live in the red. Was the flashbang loud? Huh? It was a fr- I mean, you can hear it, but it went off inside the is house. It like, was there the shots fired? Like, No. No? No. It was just flashbang. They were in and. I mean, yeah. Someone I mean, did that, and I mean, yeah. If I get a flashbang thrown in my house, you got it, bro. That's it. You yeah, got yeah, it. You got, you, it. You got me. You know. Yeah. So I want to keep my ears and eyes okay. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I was like, okay, the place are real. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> really surreal. SWAT's a real thing. Yeah, it's real. Okay. okay. They're not just the boogeyman. Don't, yeah, don't run a trap house. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> on and on. What else you got, Sean? That's pretty much it. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, some of the questions actually led into other questions that I would have asked. So, yeah. Cool. Conversation kind of carried itself through. Cool. That was great. It was amazing. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty, guys. I really do. Yeah. Yes, appreciate of course. Perspectives. Anytime. Yeah. Um, we're going to ha- have to have some more subjects we got to talk about next go around. Next time, me and Sean need to get like subjects and ask y'all about it. How about yeah. how about we just commit to it right now? Just like last right week, now. last week when your dad says, "I really want to get Boogie and Dresden on here," yeah, and I was like, "Let's just commit to it right now." I know some of the questions he was asking. I'm like, "This stuff you got to ask me in the beginning of the week, and then I think about it." And then, okay, that's yeah. also why I requested a, a morning time to do this. You know, generally when people are doing things earlier on in the day after you wake up, you've got mm-hmm. more brain power to actually get to yeah. all your memories, your thoughts, processing, all that good stuff. It's too mm-hmm. much stuff going on in my head to look at memories. <laughs> yeah. So so, so are you guys going to do that? Come up with a list of questions? If we're not, like, super busy with school. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely I can't try. promise that. But That's fair. I know yeah. I have an earth science assignment to do <laughs> this weekend sometime. Then okay. I have to go to church someday. Okay. All right. Well, y'all think about it and start taking some notes in your phone. And let's say 30 days or less. Mm. I'm down. 30 okay. days or less. You come Wait. up with your questions. They could be anything. So it has to be before my birthday. Yeah, what are you doing for your birthday, Dress? What do you want to do? Um, I think we're going to try to go bowling. Okay. Something small. Uh, it's like, I want to, I want to do stuff. I go to finish on stuff, but I still want to hang out with everybody. And I realize the older we get, more expensive, like everything is. Mm -hmm. And so bowling, bowling is expensive, but it's more of a group thing. Yeah. What is your 16th birthday? Yes. I think you have a pass to kind of just ask for what you want on your 16th and, (laughs) Probably messing you. You yeah, up here, Sean. You get September. But see, when you what do you ask for? You want that? You got to tell the grandparents and everyone. Like, hey, it's his 16th birthday, so you know, come on, guys. I I don't see it like that. I just see it as another birthday and just ask him for something like I usually do. Well, I appreciate you being so humble. I'm sure your dad does, but the the other guy on my shoulder is saying, <laughs> <laughs> "Live it up. Yeah. Ask Save for everything." Money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's within my means to provide it for you, son, I will make sure it happens. But if it's not, it is what it is. Mm. What do you want to do? I mean, I want to go to the Philippines. Like, okay, I, well, I want to go have fun on your birthday. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I can't go to the Philippines right it, now. No, no, that's like a trip with my grandma this Christmas. Yeah, you're doing that though. I'm talking about just for your birthday. It's just like on birthday. your birthday weekend. I mean, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you said some of the people line. I want to hang you out said with bowling. Some of the people I want to hang out with might not be able to, which really sucks. Mm-hmm. But I might have to just deal 
with it. It's the certain the current circumstances. Current circumstances. I might yeah. not be able to hang out with certain people that I want to hang out with for my birthday. And so um I think I've chosen what I've chosen based on the circumstances of the off chance it might happen. It's like something that's uh that when it happens they are able to go if they can't go it won't play a huge difference in what's happening you know what i mean like money wise like for sky zone much your brothers might weren't able to go nor was i to paint uh paint cam stuff yeah and so winnie was planning on playing planning on paying more money didn't have to that kind of stuff. Like, if she would have paid for that and they couldn't go, I would have felt really bad. Mm. Like, stuff like that. Well, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Me too. And be definitive in what you want, Drez. Not just with your birthday, just... With anything. I tell Sean this all the time. It's whatever y'all want. It's like, no, it's what you want right now. Yeah, mm. I know what I want for my academics. Like, academics are something that, yeah. like, I want... Like, the thing that I think I respect the most from mom and dad is their understanding of how I want my academics to go. Like, I want to be in control of that. Like, I I don't want mom or my dad being like, I, I want you to take these classes, these classes, and these classes because I want to take classes that I want to take. And they're all, like, the higher up, the stuff that makes my QPA looks good. Mm-hmm. But not, like, my unweighted GPA right now is a 3.9. I'm 27th in my class right now, and my goal is top 10. Mm. So... I'm going to be working really hard. It's a good goal to aspire to. Really? Yeah. I don't want to be valedictorian. I don't think I'm going to. But I, don't, like, I genuinely do not want to be, like, be that because I don't, I don't want to give a speech. What about you, Sean? Do you have goals for school? Um, Like career and everything? Uh, I mean, yeah, but like nothing crazy. Like in like <laughs> a GPA number or anything, I don't have any specifics in mind for stuff like that. Have you gotten I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. Have you gotten your transcript? Why I don't know what that is. Um, it says uh, uh, it says all your past grades from like now to seventh grade. It says your ranking oh. in your class. Oh. Um, I didn't even know like like class like student ranking. I didn't know that was a thing. It's academic ranks. Like my my f- friends are all like top twenty five, and I'm like super sad and annoyed because um I didn't listen to. My dad and Whitney about grades mattering in seventh grade, and so I didn't try in seventh and eighth as much as I should have. And my friends, I did try, like t- eight, eleven, seven, and whatnot. And I'm just ugh. I wouldn't base everything off of the rank, though, man. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm competitive yeah. though. So like now that I know it's a thing, I'm like, nah. Gotta be chill. Gotta be <laughs> I'm not competitive. Like, I know I'm smarter than some Do of these kids, but I didn't try when it was needed. So it's like I'm suffering the repercussions now. But they, they could fall off. Yeah, still have high school left. They could fall off. Yeah. All it takes don't. is like, one situation, one girl. I really something. hope they don't. They're all like yeah. girls. So crazy. They can fall off, man. I can say right now, like I, I, I did pretty good in school. I probably could have been valedictorian if I would have applied myself better. I was the kid who would ace every quiz, ace every test, but would never do any of the in-class work, would never do homework, would never turn in reports. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I would have applied myself a little bit harder during all of that time, yeah, I could have came out, you know, on top. You should have did out of spite. 
Spice is an amazing. Uh, it's a good motivator. Motivator. Like, yeah. That's my, Just because you can. That's my biggest one. I think it's not good because they say it's bad to be spiteful, but spite mm. is definitely my biggest. You, you need. You need. A, you need a degree of that. Yeah. Yep. You need a degree of of being. You know. An a hole. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would say that spite is uh, as long as you're using it as positive motive. I mean, it is a negative thing, right? But as long as you're using it as a positive motivation for yourself, I don't see that as a bad thing. It's when you use spite as a motivator to be spiteful, as opposed to when you use spite as a motivator to become successful. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I haven't been spiteful, or I have been spiteful before. Um, I think I need to start differentiating being spiteful and using it as motivation. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, how y'all feeling? I'm... A little more awake. I really want to make a beat. <laughs> like, man, I've been dying to come over here to make a beat. Oh yeah, I got laundry, I got dishes, I got homework. I'm just, I don't know. Heard that? Well, Sean, I appreciate you uh, coming over, man. Yeah, that thanks for good. that was great. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, man. Anytime, like this is open. Anytime, man. Right on. Um, I'd like to get some other, some of you guys' peers in here. I do too. And uh, I want you know. Kill it, one. Yeah, yeah. We need folks in here and get yeah. some conversation going. Do you, okay, Justin, I need your opinion on this. Do you think you have people in your friend group that are on that are on the maturity level to have conversations like this? Because I think I am with like, like you and Caleb, but with people in school, there's some people I'm iffy about. I feel like I can't answer that on here because I'm gonna end up hurting someone's feelings. Yes or no. You not say who. Just yes or no. Let him speculate. I already know the answer to that. It's no, not everyone. All right, let me let me let me do this. There's some adults on here that I can't, that will not come on here and have a conversation like this. Right. Either they just don't have enough. Don't to be say afraid on to it, speak the truth, or they don't feel comfortable talking about it, or they're just not mature enough to have these type of conversations. Yeah, I think I have. I think I have friends that would. Because that's like a thing that for me is like I would love to get ins- like insight from some people that I know, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I will. Mm. Just because of where they are in their life right now, or yeah. just how the way they operate. Yeah. Do you right. think you could steer the conversation enough to pull it out of them? Because that is a whole different skill set as well. I could, but it, I'd have to try really hard. I know. I think. Okay. When I'm talking to people, I make sure to keep the conversation going. And if I want them to like, talk a little more, my I like I have a an order I go in. Um, if I want something out of them that might not be something they want to give, it's like giving a little bit of yourself to show that they're not like being they're not vulnerable. They're not alone. Okay. In whatever we're talking about. Okay. And hearing their side. Throwing in a little bit more of you. If you give, I've seen if I give more of me, uh-huh. and so they don't have to give as much as them, 
they feel more comfortable. And mm-hmm. when talking to people, I don't want them to be uncomfortable. So anytime, any conversation, new people, mm-hmm. um, it's more of me giving a lot. Making them comfortable at first? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And getting them there if they want to talk. Okay. So. Okay. That's, that's respectable. Sure. All right. Well, guys, that was a great episode. Um, we'll hear from y'all soon, especially you. Dresden, yeah, Dresden, and Sean. Uh huh. Your questions are next. Let me get. Just, let me just. Sleep I mean, I don't y'all no decide questions from my belt for real. Like, I don't know. Just think about it. I think y'all need, need to get time to think Nina, about it. Whitney, and Payson on here. You, yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. It's, it's whoever, whenever. So, you know, Pretty cool podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're wrapping this one up, guys. We appreciate y'all coming, listeners. Thanks for uh, listening to this one. Sticking with us. Um, and once again, this is Father Francis with here with Big Sean, Boogie Main, yeah. and the Drez. Appreciate y'all sticking with us on the Southern Sauce Podcast. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Bye, kids. Later, Gators. Yeah.